Our name is the RR Podcast. Five years ago, we made it our mission to bring you the latest Toku news in the craziest way possible. But after a plague of boring Tokusatsu struck, it was up to us to save our podcast. To do this, we had to do something else. We had to discuss something else. Welcome to our season six, episode thirty-three. Jew were the chosen one. Get it? Because oh, Jew, and then it's Star Wars. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! I'm gonna murder Dawson. In his Are you sleep. ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing timing. Like are I really heard the cantina music when that happened. Like, are you ready? Ding 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 ding. Like, okay, I guess that's what we're doing now. That's our intro. All right. Fucking figuring down on the modal nodes. That that's our that's our Steven season season seven. Steven. Our even Steven. Fuck yeah, Bushila. When's when's he gonna get on that wedding dress design? He only has till twenty seventeen. <laughs> Give it time. Just do it, <laughs> right? I'll make it a reality. Uh, classic Sam Witwicky. So, my cock is hard. There, okay, there you go. That's the one ups. <laughs> I always wonder, like, when certain things like that happen, like about first time listeners. Like, we're less than like what five minutes in, and that's already happened. <laughs> I can't. It has a mind of its own. I can't control it. <laughs> Nothing can defeat the penis. <laughs> <sighs> so, um, I Fred tell the wife that she just stuff. submits. Oh, one at a time, children. Or no at a time. No at a <laughs> time. Works Bri- Bri- Brian's all into fake Pokemon now. Yep. It's my jam. What? Uh, Yokai Watch. Oh. I was like, what are you talking about? Can we call it fake Pokemon? Pokemon. That sounds like... The, I don't know. I'm done. <laughs> Already. <laughs> Alright, yeah. well, that was that was a complete thought for Dawson. <laughs> um, I can't remember if this happened last week or not, but I did find Aqua and Purple Rangers. Yeah, suck my fat dick. And I found the uh, World of Nintendo 4-inch uh, Ocarina of Time Link. He's kind of awful, but oh well. <laughs> like I, I can't get him to hold his fucking shield. I gave up. Looks like he's, he's just gonna go defenseless. He, he stands funny, and oh well, it is what it is. He Keep probably was. He's probably just looking for some Ganondorf penis. Probably. He goes around wearing green tights. He's got to be queer. For some reason, like, that didn't click in my head, and I was thinking about Gandalf from Lord of the Rings, and I'm like, what does Link want with Gandalf's dick? <laughs> <laughs> he like, might, you don't know. Penis. Like, I mean, why does he need that Magneto penis? <laughs> Who doesn't he's, want he's really Ian McCallum's penis? To it. Oh, I mean, it's, it's, it is pretty majestic from what I understand. That's what Dawson told me. 
More like Magjestic. <laughs> uh, Classic know. mutant humor. I don't know, but today I got the Sphero BB-8 toy, and it's great. Go fuck yourself. It's great, and I love it. It's John Ralphio just rolling around your place being like, <laughs> make that paper! I was at my aunt's hotel, and I was just rolling him around in the hotel room. Have you unlocked the money, please? Secret sound from his sister. Oh God, that'd be great. BB-9. <laughs> I wondered where you were when you took the picture of that, because there's, like, this really old hotel phone right next to it. <laughs> yeah. That, like, I could feel the germs radiating when, off of it. When my aunt comes down, she always gets to the hotel room. So we're usually... Dawson can feel the herpes. <laughs> Hashtag feel the herpes. It's like taste the rainbow, but way dirtier. <laughs> Feel the herpes. You don't want to taste the herpes. That's just bad. All the herpes. His herpes anyway. was burned off on Mustafa. <laughs> All the herpes in Brian's mouth are now an enemy of the Republic. <laughs> Okay, like, the Emperor was in. a really Beat bad guy, but he had a really good policy on venereal diseases. <laughs> like, he wiped that shit out. No one gives him credit for that. Like, he was on top of that. He was all about safe sex. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with me? <laughs> I don't know. It's why it's why the Emperor was so against aliens, because he didn't want no alien human sex getting them alien VD off for his people. We all know them aliens got some strange fucking diseases. Did that go one That's too far? Is that what happened? Come on. No, I had nothing to riff off of. I couldn't think of any aliens, venereal disease jokes, surprisingly. That seems like it would be wealthy of opportunities. Anyway, Brian, you're still on your one-ups. <laughs> I, I guess Brian? I'm done. Oh. So, go ahead. <laughs> Okay, well, speaking of Star Wars, I've been on a Star Wars kick because of the movie. So, like I said last week, I watched all the movies, and I've been rewatching. Oh re my god, this is boring. I just started. Just give me a break <laughs> of that Kit Kat bar. Fancy feast. Um, and so I've been rewatching the Clone Wars a little bit too, and I watched Fanboys, and then I saw the movie, obviously. And um, I've actually. It wasn't really a track down. It was more like Amazon finally stocked it. But I got that Force FX Kylo Ren lightsaber that, like, I saw it, like, a month ago at Barnes & Noble. But I didn't want to buy it in case I hated the movie or hated Kylo Ren or whatever. And then, like, I couldn't find it anywhere. But Amazon, like, miraculously stocked it yesterday morning. So I ordered it. It won't get here till after Christmas, but I'm at least happy to have it. Um, it comes with uh, authentic childlike screaming. Just That's temper tantrum throwing. Has that basically been it? Like, honestly, I've just been doing a bunch of Star Wars-related things and, like, hunting down Star Wars merchandise that I want, reading Wikipedia, and basically bottoming out Star Wars stuff. Um, honestly, I think that's it. I, my stick? I found, I think I found Aqua and Purple. I don't know if I found it last week, but I did find those two, and I found those lame-ass repaints of Raptor and Parasaur. Yeah, I found those two. I didn't buy them, but... Um, I know, like, the only repaints that I or that is really matters is the black T-Rex, because it's sort of official, and it looks the coolest. Um, but yeah, I think that's it. It's basically just been Star Wars. There's a stick! Your turn. First um, time. Well, <laughs> so, the big thing, I guess, is my computer broke. 
in case you couldn't tell because I don't sound like myself, um, basically what happened was, I actually don't really know what happened to it, I just know that I was fooling with it and playing on the computer, doing my shitting thing one day, and then the trackpad... I onto the laptop, Kevin. <sighs> I was told that it was like it had a non-stick surface, so I thought it would be okay. <laughs> I just wipe it clean. Uh... No, like, I'm just the, imagining someone selling Kevin like cookware. It's a nonstick surfic, and he's like, "Nice." <laughs> like you know, that's right. <laughs> like the the trackpad wouldn't work to where I could I could scroll anymore uh, up and down with the little two finger gesture. Which th- there's a dirty joke there, and I'm not gonna make it too obvious and easy. And uh, just like really? Dawson's mother, and. Uh, so I was like, okay, well, I guess I should probably do something about it. So I'm, it's running slow. I closed, like, Firefox, and I closed iMovie and Safari, and, and I was like, well, I got all this stuff closed. I may as well uh, do this update, whatever the fuck this update is on the App Store, which, oh, there's the stick, which it said, like, uh, I think it's like some kind of security update or whatever. So I said, okay, update. Well, it said restart required. I said, okay, cool, I'll do that. So I restart the fucking computer with the update, and the computer will not turn on. I get the gray screen, get the Apple logo, and the little progress bar, and it gets maybe a third of the way if I'm lucky, and then just shuts back off. So I'm like, motherfucker. So I'm like, okay, this is not good. I took it to, because I remember I bought that computer from Best Buy. I thought I had bought some kind of protection plan. I think I might have only bought a two-year one. So I take it to the Geek Squad, and they're and like, he just yeah. Shouted, You're not the nerd herd, and then he stormed <laughs> off. Pretty much, because <laughs> they're like. Chuck? Where's Morgan? Where's they're like, Chuck? <laughs> Sorry. I need Jester right now. Um, and they were out of the way on an African tour, so I couldn't have anything to do with that. But they're like, well, we can't find your protection plan. And I'm like, well, son of a bitch. They're like, well, it'll be, it's $150 to fix it, and we're going to have to reinstall the operating system. So do you have your shit back? I'm like, no. Like, I was transferring files off my computer, like, on Sunday before this all happened. And I thought, you know what I should do? I should fucking back up my thing. I'm like, no, it's going to take too fucking long. So I didn't do it. And now I'm sitting here like, God damn it, I should have done it, because I would have saved myself a lot of trouble right about now. All right, so I said, okay. Here we go. Uh, can y'all back it up? They're like, well, we could back it up. There's no guarantee we'll be able to get everything off of it, and it'll cost another 150 to do that. I'm like, uh, okay, well, let me go see about if I need all this stuff, whatever. I leave. They're like, you might want to try the Apple Store because Apple put a bunch of restrictions on us, what we can do with these computers now, and so we can do a lot less than we used to. I said, whatever, okay. So I go, I make an appointment to the Genius Bar today because, you know, you got to make an appointment for that shit. And the guy explains to me how to get the stuff off of my computer uh, onto my external hard drive uh, using my wife's computer and a Thunderbolt cable. So that's what I'm doing right now. I bought a $30 cable and I'm transferring a lot of the stuff that I don't want to lose onto the hard drive through my wife's computer. Basically, it set up my computer as an external hard drive, 
without booting the operating system. And they're like, well, it's either a corrupted OS and we can just reinstall your OS and it'll be and it'll be fixed, or it's um your hard drive going out, in which case you need to change out the whole hard drive and you know, we don't make a seven fifty anymore, so you'll get upgraded to a one terabyte at the slower RPM. I'm like, I don't give a shit about RPM. Uh, hey, I have it on season. DVD. <laughs> like, I have it on DVD. I don't care what the fuck you know you giving me. So they're like, okay. So he's like, I can run the diagnostic now, but if it's the hard drive going out, then it might make it worse, and you might not be able to get all your data off before it collapses completely. I'm like, well, fuck. So I'm in the process of transferring everything right now. It should hopefully all be done by the morning, and then I can set up an appointment for, like, Friday or so and uh, get everything fixed or at least get the process started to get it all fixed and maybe be up, back up and running by next week. I don't know. Um... And let's see, what else? So, yeah, so that's, that's been going on. So I can't upload any videos. I can't really record new ones. I mean, I can, but I have no way to get them off of my phone, like onto anything. So they'll just take a space on my phone. And so I'm kind of at a standstill. Uh, my Kylo Ren and First Order Stormtrooper figure arts arrived today. I want them. Uh, so they're here. They're really pretty. Uh, I went and saw the movie on Friday with the wife. That was my birthday present early. We went to the movie tavern and Holy we, shit, that's um, where I went too. We're the same person. We so we had the dinner and we did the dinner and movie. And uh so that was a fun experience. we ended up a little bit closer than we expected, but it was still pretty good. Um and we're going and we got the GPS because we never been to there before because it's like a forty minute drive to that particular movie theater. And because we don't have one of those closer, so we Mine's drive like there. And yeah, we drive there, and like, it doesn't say, "Oh, hey, you're gonna want to fucking turn right here to get into the parking lot." So we drove right past it because the entrance is like way far away from the actual theater. So we're like, "Oh, there's gonna be one closer." No, we had to like fucking turn around, and then because it was cold outside, and I had the heater on, or she put the heater on. I said, "Turn the fucking heater off. It's not that cold." Well, she fucking dried out her contacts, and she's like, we need to stop at Walmart and get contact solution. I'm like, God damn it, we're going to be late for the fucking movie. Son of a bitch. So we go into the Walmart right there, and I went and bought a snide and supercharged red figure. I'm like, if I'm fucking coming here, I'm buying toys, God damn it. And I'm going to take him in the movie and play with him, and you can't say shit. <laughs> then, I, then I had to buy her contact solution. She's like, if you have money for toys, you have money to buy this. I'm like, that's not how it works. Apparently it is. I was wrong. <laughs> Uh, so I did that and they're like we're sitting there and we're ready to order and we got the little light on on the, on the tray waiting for the motherfucker he's like I'll be right with you we're like okay cool and we're waiting we're waiting we're waiting three minutes till the movie's supposed to start our whole row has their lights on we're like are they fucking coming the row in front of us is getting all their food the row behind us is getting their food we're like god damn it the guy finally comes my machine broke so I had to go find a new one I'm like, well, you better speed this shit up then, bitch, because I'm hungry. It's like 9.30 at night is the only time we could get two tickets next each. <laughs> and this is all, I didn't know it was <laughs> She's like, yeah, this is what we're doing. Come in, come in, Skywalker. <laughs> what? You're, like, cutting up. 
Oh. This is, this is the only... Is it better? Use the force. <laughs> I, I don't know what... I don't know what's happening. You're supposed to say, that's not how the force works. God damn it. That's not how the force works. God damn it. <laughs> there we go. And, um... But they didn't bring my milkshake until the crawl started, and I was like, oh, hell no. Nah. This is the crawl. You don't step in front of me when the crawl is... I know, is like, <laughs> the person next to me was getting his candy when the crawl is on. I'm like, no. No, bitch, you are not standing in front of me trying to see who had the fucking Skittles when the crawl is on. You gotta go see it again just to make up for it. It's like, Luke Skywalker is this bitch's head. No, move out the fucking way. <laughs> Luke Skywalker is Skittles? What? <laughs> Taste the, the rainbow, is... motherfucker. Taste the I, rainbow. I always assumed Luke Skywalker was more of an M&M's kind of guy. So, yeah, that happened. I don't go to those fancy movie theaters. Well, I normally just go to, like, the AMC, which is where I'm going to go when I go see it again, because I'm going to go with my dad and probably a couple other people. Because I usually go, I've gone and seen all the ones with my dad, even after I've seen him, just because it's something we've done. So that's probably what I'm going to do. I don't know when, but uh, we're going to find a night when all of our schedules sync up, and we're going to go see it again. Uh... The AMC ones here are all fancy, like, with food, but, like, you, they don't come to you. You have to get it before, which is, like, sort of annoying, but it's kind of nice because then they don't step in front of you during the crawl. Yeah. And, uh, but, like, I, after seeing it, I've been on this Star Wars high Same for, like, like, a super high for, like, the past five days. Like, it's all I think about. I sit at work, and I'm, like, humming the music to myself. And, like, replaying bits and pieces of the movie in my head. And, like, now I want to go get all the new books and shit that I was, like, pissed off about having to buy. And then I'm like, no, I'm not doing this. Now I'm like, fuck this, I'm doing it. Because and, and, I'm just a bad person. Uh, I really want to read yeah. the comics now. <laughs> I want to get yeah, there. There's supposed to be a really good comic about, it's like a prequel to Kanan's story from Rebels. Yeah, about, like, the story I that I run that. League at now has the first trade paperback of it and every time I go in there to do a league I think about getting it and I haven't yet. It's <laughs> and then I don't end. because I'm fucking poor. I <laughs> saw it at not Hastings but like I think I'm just going to get on Amazon because it's cheaper. Yeah. But I've but, heard it was pretty good and plus it sounds pretty interesting to hear his backstory more. Yeah, so I, I got that going on. Uh, I beat White 2's Elite 4. Uh, the other day, mostly with Scrafty. Scrafty just kind of fucking went in there and fucked shit up. Uh, I figured he would do well. I did not imagine he would have done that well. Uh, I was like, shit. <laughs> you just, like, killed everybody. Um, so that was fun. Um, so now I'm working, getting ready to go do the last parts of X and Y and complete those games, and that'll be great. Um... And let's see, what else is up? Um, I don't think I got any other toys. I'm looking, I don't see any other new toys. Like, it kind of pisses me off because I've recorded, like, a bunch of reviews and getting everything out the way, and then all of a sudden, broken computer. I'm like, son of a bitch. Like, I got these lock seeds all done. I got fucking ghost stuff done. And some Power Rangers stuff done, and Turtles reviews, and then the computer broke before I could get it all done and ready to upload. 
Oh, well. I'll only be like a week fucking behind. Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I needed to say. Yeah, we've been watching the Star Wars movies, too, at home. Uh, we're on, we actually, we just have Return of the Jedi left to watch. Um, the baby seems to enjoy it. She was dancing to the music. Um, that was fun. I think it was actually, like, what part of it was that? Like, they they landed on the Death Star, I think, when, when Han and, and them, in 4, when they first landed on the Death Star's, She's dancing to the music. I'm like, I'm not sure if this is a good thing or a bad thing. Like, Kaylee liked the part where Anakin murdered all the younglings. Yeah. I had to explain to her what happened. I'm like, he kills all those little kids. She just looked at me. I said, he'll, seriously, he does. He kills them all. Like, It's funny because she she just gets bored at like the, the long, talking, annoying parts. But if there's things with action, she's like, I'm all in. Uh... And like she likes Chewy, and uh, or like when when Palpatine's like, henceforth you shall be known as Darth Vader. Like she freaks out. She's not even looking at the screen. She's like, he's Darth Vader. I'm like, you're not even looking. You don't know who the fuck Darth <laughs> Vader is. Like she knows the big black suit. I'm like, no, the boy right there, the emo kid with the, with the big scar on his eye. Uh, you know, we, we, she, she likes to have the big lightsaber fight. Like, watching, I don't know, Padme giving birth was interesting to her. I don't know why. All you see is <laughs> Natalie Portman screaming. Uh, like, my acting is terrible. Like, we know, we know. But, uh, it, you know, so that, that's happened. Uh, my sister-in-law drank all my fucking Coke, so I wanted to punch her in the face, but I can't because she's like 13. Or 14. I don't know how the fuck... 14? I think she's 14 now. I don't know. She's drinking my fucking Cokes. That pissed me off. I'm an angry person. I got a Christmas card from George. That was fun. Oh, yeah. I got my card from George, too. Yeah. And yeah, mine's mine. better. Hi, George. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you hurt Brian's feelings. <laughs> that was over the line. <laughs> mine was made with love, and it was not only a Merry Christmas, it was also a Happy Birthday card in there, too. <laughs> Everyone knows that George secretly hates Brian. Well, who, who could blame him? I mean, come on, look at Brian. I'm pretty hateable. He is. It's sex 4chan. I don't know, Brian's like... The <laughs> I was about Brian's to say like, that. <laughs> but with the exception of that, Brian's like the least alienating of the three of us. Kevin and I can definitely do some off-putting things. But Brian's just like friends with everyone. <laughs> uh... Yeah, off-putting. I would say most it. things that we do would generally get us like locked up, uh, <laughs> you know, and thrown away or like jumped at the mall. Just everyone just comes and just whips your ass, which is I why I don't go to the mall, really. Um, I think it's because Brian's just like super friendly to everyone, but if we don't like somebody, we're just like super obvious about it. <laughs> we're just like, "Fuck you! I hate you. Go away. Leave me the fuck alone." And then we're gonna tell you all the reasons we hate you, just to reiterate it. And we're not even nice about. We're gonna just be in the harshest, most blunt way possible. But oh yeah, and I, I bought the I bought the Deancey movie, and I bought Agent Carter so I could watch it. And like, I didn't want to, but I'm like, fuck it, I need to watch this. Yeah, I'm and I bought. Since not put on and Netflix. I finally bought book four of Korra so I could be complete with Korra now. And I don't think I bought anything else. I think that's it. I don't know. Let's uh, let's move on because we're gonna want to talk about Star Wars for a while, and there's nothing else to fucking talk about. Got to get through uh, them tokus. Nudes. Yeah. 
Brian, what's all right, on the pictures of things? Well, so let's. I'm gonna let's start with this first. Is the uh, Jew Oger toy catalog? So we got shown. Um, excuse right, me, it's Zew Oger. Dang, dang. It's, it's apparently it's spelled with a Z because it's. They didn't want to offend the people that Dawson tries to put into an oven every and then week. And I smack people and go, it's still pronounced Geoger, you dumb little shit. Right. And, Same uh, with a smile. Exactly. He does it with a smile. We do it while flipping them off <laughs> with the other hand. Um, that's where we go wrong. Um, but So it's it's spelled with a Z. That's the first thing. But there was that, that corner missing where I was like, I bet it's where they all six combine. Uh, I was mostly right. It's where they all six combine, plus the giraffe and another one. And I promise you, if that is a question mark block, I will choke a bitch. <laughs> like, because to me, it would seem silly if it would be like one through seven, an exclamation point. So, like, I feel like it's going to be another weapon. And if it's a question mark, I'm just going to, like, I'm going to check out and just hit Brian in the face. Poor Brian. I was I, I would blame it was him. until you got to the part where you're going to hit me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I mean, I thought about it, and it makes more sense generally for things to be, like, 1 through 6 than 1 through 7. Like, I can't think of a, a 1 through 7 combination we've had. Well, it, it's still technically 1 through 6, and then the two other ones are tiny. My penis is the big ones, and then Dawson is the one on the side that's tiny. <laughs> Got it. You thought I was going to say my penis was tiny? No, I'm not that stupid. I caught myself before I said it. Thank you. We, we got a better picture of Joe Gorilla. I love the articles where they're like, the way Joe or Joe Gorilla works finally made clear, as if it was complicated. <laughs> like, he flicks his fucking visor up and pulls a lever and he puffs up. Like, just the, the, how, the way the helmet works is just basically it flips up and like the articles made it seem like there was, like, a question of how it worked and, like, a debate. It's like, Jesus, people. <laughs> and it's some kind of complicated <laughs> process that required, like, magic and uh, special code word. to hop word. on one leg, do a voodoo <laughs> dance, a couple somersaults, a backflip, turn himself around, and then flip his visor up to transform into Joe sacrifice gorilla. a youngling. <laughs> In reality, all you have to do is just flip your visor up. It's just fun. It's kind of like how every article is like such and such finally revealed, as if everything had some sort of amazing anticipation towards it. Uh, oh, fin finally revealed. So that happened, uh, and then we got to see Juoger scans now in the in the magazine. Uh, they showed the 40th anniversary logo, which is a thing. It's just like it's just a normal Super Sentai logo with a cube on it. This is forty, right? Like it's not even that special. Um, but they, what are they? What are they called? Like each of them has like the was like the Defender of the Skies or something like that. Oh yeah, Protector um, of the Skies. Depends on who's translating it. Um, you could do like Guardian. You could do Champion. You can use. Uh, I think I want to ask that guardian. I can't remember the word. Uh, but each one has to do with, like, wherever that animal lives. So, like, the skies and the seas and the savanna or something like that. I don't know. Like, um, the jungle. Um, so that that's that's interesting. 
I guess. Um, and it just kind of showed off them looking. They really good shots of the suits and everything. I, I'm, I'm loving them a lot. The, um, they showed the more we good, get better pictures of the suits, the more I like them. Yeah, yeah. And they showed a, a, a some pretty decent suit pics of Duo King. I guess. I mean, I am still kind of iffy on that d- design. With, with I, it looks I, really I think like it looks this, better in motion. The 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 yeah. I mean, not motion. Really cool. I must have been really out of it if I saw it in motion. But I mean, like, the live-action suit... When Dawson's drunk, he's... But, like, the live-action suit... Shoot. Can't the live-action suit. suit looks better than the toy. It does. Yeah, that, that's, that is definitely true. Uh, of course, that's usually true. Um, but, uh... There's that. I don't, we still haven't seen any villains, though. We just have seen just the, the hero suits. I think the villains will come in next month. Yeah. Um... So that's fine. Uh, let's see. Was there anything else for Georgia? Um, no. Other than they're gonna be in the they're yeah they're gonna be in the team up with the Ninja and Tokyo Not team up like that's surprising. Big surprise. At all. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. this is basically stuff we'd already seen, just like way clearer. <laughs> Except for yeah. like the Institute Megazord picks. And then uh, for the Ninja, we saw that we're gonna have two more Aka Ninja, which is probably Dad and Grandpa. That's my guess. <laughs> that's that's everyone's guess, because uh, it's kind of fucking obvious. Um, I mean, I guess unless unless Ninja Red and Hurricane Red come in and become Aka Ninjas. <laughs> uh, which just occurred to me, but... Uh, That'd be so unfortunate. Right? <laughs> um, That'd be so unfortunate, and the Ninja's tagline. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think there was anything else pertinent about... Oh, everyone's reviving, so um, Brian's husband comes back. Yeah, I was really happy. We were just talking about how he disappeared and <laughs> never came back because he died, and then he's, he's going to get revived, and I'm happy. I'll get to hear his sweet sexual voice again. Dear Lord, I'm telling Cat. Why are you echoing? Uh, sorry, I put my headset up so you wouldn't hear my chewing. Oh, okay. Uh, Makes sense. So, so there's that. That was all for the Ninja Ghost. Uh, we got to see a lot. We got to see uh, Houdini, Damashi, Spectre riding on the opened-up machine hoodie, like a hovercraft, uh, and then putting it on as the Houdini Damashi. Uh, like, we as, got to... as Houdini Damashi, it looks really stupid. <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. Uh, <laughs> we also got to see Ghost's um, Ryoma and Goman Damashis. And uh, which are both used with the Tokon Boost form, which is, I mean, those are kind of nice, I guess. Um, I don't remember which one's which, but there's one I like and one I don't like. Brilliant point. Do you like the yellow, yellow and purple. The Wait, the blue one, I think. Wait, there's yellow and blue, you said? Yeah. The, I, like I don't purple. think, I like the blue one, or the blurple one. <laughs> that that one, I think so. Cause like the one that has like, like tumors on the side of its head or something. I don't know. Like I don't hate it. It's just the other one. I just I saw it. I was like, oh, that's kind of neat. And the other one, I was like, eh. That was an amazing yeah. story. Ten out of ten. <laughs> and then there were scans showing off the sunglass slasher and the things that it does. Um, and... got a couple more Necron pictures too. Yeah, Necron pictures, which I can't wait to see him in action. Uh, you can get your own Pythagoras icon in a February magazine. So 
so I'm I'm getting that because I need it. Uh, what's the one that just came out? Kamehameha. Yeah. Yeah, we gotta find a way to get that icon. All these extra icons are actually releasing them. Oh, oh yeah, that. So then there's special uh, online episodes, I think. <laughs> yep. With to they're celebrate... gonna be on Toei's YouTube channel, which means we can't watch them because Toei's YouTube is a pile of dicks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, somebody will find a way to rip it off the. Yeah, the you, YouTube you channel. can use like a, a proxy server to. <laughs> Go over there. It's and then, and then it's gonna be complicated. I'm so. sure someone will just encode it off of YouTube. But. And basically, to where Ghost is going to use, uh, le- you know, Legend Rider icons, uh, and fight somebody from, uh, that season. So he's going to use the Drive icon and fight Heart, Roid Mute, the Double icon and fight. Uh, is it Terror? Uh. Sp- Spectre uses that one, but yeah, it's terror. Uh, whomever. And uh, what's the other one? Double... Gaim. Uh, Gaim. And he's going to battle Lord Baron. Uh, then they also have uh, teased a premium Bandai, I guess, set of Kuga to Decade icons. Now, if you're, you're, you're trying to keep track here... Uh, Gaim and Double are both coming out, uh, I think one's Candy Toy, one's Capsule, or are they both Candy Toy? Uh, Gaim is Candy Toy, uh, Double is Capsule, du- I believe. Double's, yeah, so that's what I thought, I couldn't remember, I don't have the ability to check right now. Uh, so those are coming out, I guess the O's, Forze, and Wizard, uh, and Drive ones are gonna come out the same way. Most likely. Uh, and then you'd have to get that set to get Kuga through Decade. Um, I'm I'm interested to see how how they look and work and you know, whatever. But uh, I actually I the forms don't look all that bad to me. Like sometimes doubles they, doubles they, works really good. Yeah, it does. I really like doubles. Uh, if I if I remember the pictures in my head correctly, Gimes looked okay. Drives looks a little weird, but yeah, like Drives to me feels like. Just the Musashi jacket with, like, Drive's little tire thing in the corner. And, like, a little headband on. <laughs> That's basically what it reminds me of. So, there's that. Uh, let's see, what else is there? Um, I don't think there was anything else for, for Ghost. Uh, I know they said that uh, Spectre's Figure is coming out in May. Uh, Mace Windows is coming out in May. Musashi Damashi is an exclusive, because it's a form, I guess. And that's <laughs> no, in August, because fuck everything with life. Uh, like, I, I realize Drive did it too, uh, to an extent, because Wild didn't come out until, like, July, but... Like, just the fact that this is Ghost's second form and you're not getting it until a month before Ghost ends. Well, a couple just, things. That's really one. Obnoxious. And then, and then not only just that, the fact that Musashi is the second one, but how many forms we're going to have. There's yeah. 15 icons. We're going to be buying Ghost forms well into the series after Ghost. Or at least seeing yeah, them. I don't know if so we're all buying them. But. There's Ghost forms. Then, right, and Inspector forms. So it's 15... 
Then there's Tokom Boost Soul. Then there's, I guess, Grateful Dead Damashi. Then, you know, that, like there's all these additional ones even after the 15. Uh, and then and what really gets me is that we just had this show October 31st, November 1st, where they showed Musashi, Edison, Newton, and Robin. And we have to wait almost a full year beyond that to get the first one. <laughs> like it just it like if it if it were an older figure, if it were them showing me something from like we showed I showed off let's just say God for you know forbid they do this to us is show all the Kiva forms because I know they can't make that, and then it took them a while to get them all out. I'd kind of understand because it's an older series. It's not the new one. They want to focus on the new one. This is the current fucking show. They're releasing the figure arts at the opposite speed of the show's, like, debuting the forms. <laughs> like, they're releasing Star Wars figure arts faster than this. They're not not fast enough, actually, because after my Star Wars binge, I'm like, why isn't there, like, 15 more Star Wars figure arts? Well, yes, yes. <laughs> Where's my Qui-Gon Jinn? Where's my Rey and Finn figure arts? Oh, my figures? God, I need Qui-Gon Jinn right now. Jesus. Ah. Like, they just did Episode 1 Obi-Wan. Like, why isn't Qui-Gon ne- just next? Seriously. Right? You can duel as the Taken figure art. <laughs> I want the Taken Dad figure out. What I do have <laughs> is meatballs. Take it the real dad. That was a funny video. I fucking show. I was, I was showing people the uh, Emperor gets a job video. Oh, I love that so much. Like I, I went. Uh, one of the guys I work with, went, they went and saw Thursday night, saw Star Wars, and he came in Friday and was like, you know, oh my god, it's so good, blah, blah, blah. And I don't know, was, was it Friday or was it Monday, like two days ago, I don't remember anymore. I sent him the link to the Emperor Gets a Job video, I'm like, you need to watch this. And, uh, you know, because that's what, that's what they should be doing instead of doing work uh, on the job, wherever the fuck they were. Is oh, watching a, a YouTube video of the Emperor trying to get a job. And uh, and then I showed it to Cordy, and even she was laughing. Um, it makes it sound like she's a really hard person to please. <laughs> even she laughed, she, and she's the worst. Well, like, because a lot of times, like, I'll show her something and go, "This is funny," and she'll watch it and go, "No, it's not," or "I don't get it." Like, she still doesn't get why I can think it is funny. To be fair, nobody in my regular life gets it either, and they don't understand why there's not even a diggle as an excuse for not liking something. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'll say that, and she's just like, I don't get it. why well, that's, like, a thing. I'm like, why is that funny? I'm like, <sighs> like, it, this, like, several times I give her podcast about? jokes. Like, several times I've given her podcast jokes, and she just doesn't get it. Like, things we find funny, and she's like, that's not funny at all. I'm like, you just don't understand. You just don't understand. So dumb, so dumb, so... And the reason you don't hear me screaming in pain is because she's at work right now. She tells you, you can't hear me say this and slap me upside the head or something while I'm recording. <laughs> Dogs are going to bark when mute. What? I thought he meant his dogs are about to bark, he muted. I thought he meant your dog for a second. Yeah, I, I didn't like, know what was happening, like... He's muting himself so that you don't hear the dogs barking. So do we have any other news? Uh, I'm trying to think. Did oh, we... the only other thing I can think of is that we got the premiere date for Dino Charge, which is January 30th, which is like 
a little bit earlier than we normally get because Power Rangers usually premieres in February. So yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of premiere dates, Zu Oger premieres February fourteenth. Come soon enough. <laughs> and I think the title is not of Georgia, but of uh, Dino Charge is When Evil Stirs. And it's not Dino Supercharge. That's kind of a nice change. It's about like evil learning how to stir like properly for baking recipes. <laughs> it's just, it's you, just you, Snide you watching Elton Brown. <laughs> Pretty much. Just, it's not, it's, you watch Snide watch an episode of Good Eats. Like that's actually <laughs> what the premiere is. And everyone's going to like fap over it. To be fair. That would be pretty amazing. Well, well, you saw that picture George shared of Alton Brown. You know, <laughs> you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah, exactly. That uh, that's what Snide's watching and trying to get pointers. Classic Alton Brown. Uh, earlier today, Bandai put up a DX user send toy. No, oh, yeah, they did. That was the thing that happened. I forgot about that. Brian texted it to me too, and I forgot about it already. Uh, Not sure if want. I'm trying to think if there was anything else. I don't know. Your sense like awesome. Uh, I think that's it after that. Yeah, yeah I, I think, think that's nothing it. else. It was basically just the week of clearer picks and premiere dates, and Star Wars, mainly Star Wars. Yeah, people stop masturbating while using their cameras. So he's gone too far. He came on the lens. <laughs> 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 Best tweet, 2015, even if it was about a fake scan. Oh, uh, I don't know why that's still a thing, those pictures. <laughs> uh, the, the general public can't, no, they can't handle it. <laughs> They'll see two Red Rangers and get confused. The year we thought, was it was a wizard that had all of the, or was it gun that had all the silhouettes? They thought we couldn't handle it. Uh, drive. I think. Drive. Oh, it was drive. That was wrong twice. <laughs> yeah, dr- drives always had like we didn't know what drive looked like for the longest time. Yeah, it was it was pretty crazy, but then they did stop that nonsense with ghosts. They're like, you know what? Fuck the secrecy. Yeah, drive silhouetted everybody and everything. So, like, how could you buy anything? You silhouetted all the toys. God damn it. Oh. Every figure is a mystery buy. It's like a blind pack for everything. Uh. Oh, God. Um. So now it's time for Superhero Time! Ninja. Robin Rider Ghost! Which just came out even worse over this fucking thing. <laughs> Was there ever a better? When I was blowing into your mom's vagina. Dear Lord. The heart bubble again. <laughs> That's right. Okay. Speaking of heart bubbles, the ninja. <laughs> um. So, <coughs> cute mon is keep only going to get to his son. That's a thing. We're going to do this episode backwards. Well, that's the big <laughs> takeaway. We killed Mon Getsu and, Ki- and, Ki- and cute mon is Kiba Oni's older son. That's what happened. That's that's the that's the whole focus here. Nothing else of importance happened. You know, for whatever <coughs> reason, I actually wasn't expecting that. I don't know why. Neither was I. I mean, I, I, really gonna say I'm, I actually started to think he was going to say like I'm him. 
Like, I'm, I'm, work, I'm a, I'm a piece twist. of him. Like, I'm, you he's know, his Horcrux. I'm, yeah. <laughs> he's, uh, I'm Voldemort. Boom. <laughs> Um, but yeah, I really didn't see that coming either. It's like, I don't know. I mean, I feel like with that, there could have been so much better stuff. Like, I'm kind of curious how they play it out in the next few episodes. I but like coming the, right into Dawson's eye. Dear Lord, just right in the face. But, <laughs> but like, because otherwise it just seemed like a kind of a classic, you know, student goes to the dark side storyline and stuff like that. Um, I mean, like, that's what it always felt like, but. In reality, it was just he was always bad. <laughs> yeah, like I want to know whether he ever had any intentions of being good, and then like decided to just go with the bad, or whether he was like always bad and like undercover to steal what's his face's magic or ninja magic or whatever. Um, I don't know. Like we got a few episodes left. I'm at least kind of curious to find out about that, but mainly just wanted to get through it. Like that's the thing about this episode <sighs> is it. It was a better episode. It was kind of one of those more into the show, higher stakes episodes. But like, I hate to be such a whiner about it, but it's just because I care so little. It was like I was just going through the motions of watching it. If that makes any sense. Yes, I was only half listening, but yes. <laughs> this is where other people talk. Or not? But, um, just, okay. Just do the silence thing. Um. Yeah. I mean, they they got Shurik Engine back. Like that was the thing. Dad went undercover, and then Shishio came in to go help, and they Grandpa took it decided back. to not be a dick for once. Right. Like. Like that was his first moment of like, or at least the first moment I felt that he just wasn't being basically a dick like he was just throughout the whole series he just seems so unhelpful and kind of rigid about like the rules of of what they're supposed to do and helping him and stuff like that and well, like, like and then he's being episode. a dick the whole time and shishio just fucking tells him off and like tells him how fucking stupid he is pretty much and then he decides to finally help um so like that was the first time he just wasn't a total douche and, like, he was outside as, or not him, but he was out uh, outside as a spirit when the Megazord was captured, Shishio was. I'm not sure how that works, because I thought he was him. I kind of thought that too, but then because, I, because I don't know plot. <laughs> his spirit's separate from his body when he needs to. Because <laughs> it, was, it was helpful to have another person around. Basically, I need to, look, the whole cast isn't here. We need somebody for him to talk to. Who can we get? <sighs> look, there's there's this this guy, and he can't punch things, so we need someone that can punch things. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ninja! Um, I'm trying to think if there's anything else to say, like like important parts. Not a kind whole of, lot. Like the roll call would have been. Cool. I agree with what you were saying earlier, like in regards to the fact that it it felt like a really strong episode, but the, there really wasn't a whole lot of care there because yeah. of just everything that the show's built up to. Like it 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 might end like on on a nice little like five episode stretch, but that's not enough to. 
That is in like, no way enough to make me like be like, oh, this is pretty good. This this was worth the wait. Nope. Basically, like I hate to draw the same comparison so many times, but with Tokyujur, like they're both both of these series, I think Ninja more so. I I didn't enjoy, but in terms of like the a long stretch that I wasn't happy with it, but Tokyujur got good earlier. So like as the final arc was going, I was at least. St- better invested so like i at least felt some of the weight of the episodes but like i just care so little it's like i'm just watching the episode and it's like i'm like acknowledging okay this is a better episode but there's no like investment in it for me where it's like i feel like any sort of emotion to it or excitement or anything because like there, there was some cool moments like the roll call and stuff it's like if this was a good show and i liked it this would be really cool yeah uh but like Tokyo got that going earlier, and, and uh, even uh, in addition to that, I mean, uh, like they also had plot lines and and character stories that I was more interested in seeing. Like, there's very little that I'm curious about anymore. Like, I think the only thing is the the cute mon stuff, like that I'm curious about and, plot wise. And I mean, I mean, tell you honestly, got truth, that was it the entire show. Yeah, like, that's true. It was like the what is at the time she up to. And then, uh, oh, how's he coming back? Oh, what's his past? And then, oh, what's his identity? And now, oh, what's his endgame? Like, the entire mystery of the show was just, what's this dude up to? Yeah. <laughs> what's he going to roll up next? <laughs> what cute one to roll up next? Yeah, that's actually kind of sad. That, like, there was really nothing else going on. Because at least... Like, Tokyo essentially had two big things, which was, like, Zed and the stuff going on with the villains, and then, like, the Tokyo themselves, like, why, where do they come from, why are they the way that they are, why are you the way that you are, I hate so much about the things that you choose to be, <laughs> but they at least had, even when I didn't like it, I was at least curious enough, and, like, that's actually really sad when you really sit and think about it, that the only plot thread that there was any investment in was just what the hell's Cubon doing and then they in the grand scheme of things they don't address it all that often yeah Cubon the only character doing anything in the entire show I really really hope that Juoger's just a little bit better like let's all settle for just a little bit better at this point I'll, I'll settle for it I'll I'll settle for a Tokyo better at this point. Yeah, like, like we're desperate. <laughs> Grasp at straws. Like, I really miss like enjoying both shows. Like, it's nice to enjoy just one, but I miss enjoying both of them like fully. Yeah, I want to be able to like them both again. And we, we had that. We had Kyoryu during Guy, and we were like, this shit is fucking awesome. We got both shows here. We love this shit, and now it's 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 just not good. You know, I mean, like I like I enjoy Ghost, but Ninja is is just not doing it for me at all. Ever. Hopefully, it's almost done. Yep. This was uh, this was episode forty-one, forty-two. Yeah, I think it's forty-two. Yeah. So we have. Maybe five episodes, five or six. 
announced. Yeah. You know what's sad there's, is that... There's like two weeks or something that they're, it's going to be preempted, I think. Uh, so only really three? I know January 3rd. I know there's no writers, right? And there also no Sentai that week. Yeah, I don't think anything's on New Year's week. Wait, so there's That's only three week. episodes left that are real? Like, that are real. What about those fake episodes? So, like, it's only going to be 45 episodes? Hold on, I'm bringing up a calendar. Let's math this shit. Fuck yeah, calendars. I mean, I know this. I know this next week is uh, Shurikendra's episode. Yeah, forty-three will be on the twenty-seventh. There isn't one on the third. Forty-four will be on the tenth. Forty-five would be on the seventeenth. Forty-six on the twenty-fourth. What, what am I on, 47? Yeah. 47 on the 31st. And then 48 on the 7th. That's if there's only one preemption. So okay. it'll be 47 or 48 episodes. Okay, it's so like five or six more. But what's funny is that there's so little going on, they could wrap it up in like an episode. They really could, like... The next episode, it can just be like Hugh going, like, I'm the son that the le- legend, not legend, but whatever it that, is. That, that guy we've been talking about that's never shown yeah. his face. I think he shows his face next week or something. It's been like, me all like along. He, <laughs> it looks like he revived. Like one episode, maybe two. Like one episode, Cubon's like, "Lol, I'm Cubon. I'm really this guy." And then the big bad guy comes in, and then you're done. Like that's all that needs to be covered. There's not very much ground left to be covered. That could have been like, okay, because obviously the the, pl- the plate the plot is uh, super thin. But they, they've been talking about their big big bad guy, and he's like, what's supposed to be sealed away, right? Or is he dead? I don't remember. The big bad he, guy. He's like sealed away, I think. Yeah, he's sealed. He's not supposed to be dead. Okay, because I was thinking like it could have been maybe a more interesting twist if like he was supposed to be dead or pseudo dead or something or it was vague, and then Cute Mom was like a reincarnation or something. Yeah. So that could have been kind of interesting. But we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's really weird. Like, I feel like they, they talk about him decently enough, like the the big bad guy, but it's like his presence just doesn't hold very much weight. Like I mentioned before, the, the villains are just so lackluster. I, I feel like they don't have – like you talk about – people always talk about Gokaiger's villains being non-threatening. And even though like the villains themselves in a lot of cases were non-threatening, I at least felt their presence. But yeah, but like, they, they weren't threatening whatsoever, but they at least had a, a presence in the episodes and – they had what? stories with the Gokaijers, even yeah, though... Yeah, and e- even just their sheer number, yeah. and, like, the story about the Zangak conquering places, but, like, there's just this, such a non-threatening feeling to Ninja's villains where it feels like like a backdoor operation of, like, four people. And it's, like, I feel... Like, I just don't feel their weight and their presence, and it's just... It's a really weird feeling, because I've never really... Even with the weaker villain sets, I've never felt like that in a... In a Toku series in general, where I feel like they're they're fighting against like basically street thugs that are have like no weight or presence to them. Oh. These villains suck. 
Basically, he just sums it up. <laughs> Kevin just sums it up in one sentence. I didn't even need to do all that exuberant talking. Like, there's just no other way. These guys just fucking suck, man. Pissing me off. Eight. Ghost, then? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot. But, let's, um, let's all talk about Ghost. We've all seen it, like, five times. We rewatched it how many times. No, um, but Ghost was pretty solid this week. It was. Um, it, it, it had a lot of, like, finale sort of feel to it. Yeah. Like, if Ghost was a miniseries, it would be a good place to end it. Because, um, like, the like... finales always do those, like, massive form-changing things, and here's all the side characters finding icons and throwing them at Ghost Spectre. <laughs> I love how we had this discussion, I think it was last week, about... Well, actually, a couple weeks about what's going to happen, like, we debut all the forms, and then maybe they get separated, and we're finding them over time, and they're literally picking them up in a field and throwing them at them, and they're basically, everyone got their forms back in a matter of minutes. Yeah. I thought that was pretty funny. It was, it was basically a little, like, inventory reset. Pretty much. Like, uh, uh, Spectre got Houdini and uh, Tutankhamen and Nobunaga back, and then Ghost got all of his back. And, uh... Was a javel that picked him up? Conveniently got, uh, I think. Who did he pick up? Oh, I don't remember. Onari got Goemon. Yeah, I remember I that because I was like, might have, I think Javel might have gotten uh, Ryoma and Himiko, but he picked up a green one, and I thought he got Robin. I'm like, no, I like Robin, but then Ghost used Robin. Yeah. So I don't know. The the props don't make sense half the time in this show. Yeah. But, but I, I just thought it was really funny considering our discussion about what was going to happen, like how basically they very easily got all their forms back and then some. Yeah. Uh, so that was kind of funny. It made for like a pretty pretty entertaining action sequence, though, of them like quickly going between all the forms and stuff. Um, and basically using all of them, like even Beethoven. Uh, got Beethoven. Used. And so, okay, bear with me, I'm an idiot. We so, don't. I was a little confused. So, Snaggletooth, like, goes to the monolith and is like, take me to the, to the, um, Fitzsimmons planet. And then he gets sucked up. And then Ghost gets his wish? How does that work? Basically... You had to have a driver to get yeah, a wish. Yeah, I, I got that part, but like... Ghost didn't have any icons except his own, so they're just like, "All right, let's just pick a he dude with a driver." He was the closest person wearing a driver, so they okay. just looked him up. I thought maybe there was a better explanation I just missed because no, I knew that Snaggletooth got because so. Snaggletooth got sucked up, and then they're like, "Lol, idiot doesn't even have a driver. He should have just gone to Toys R Us." And then, then Ghost gets sucked up and he gets his wish, and I'm like, "Did I miss something?" Like, I understood the driver explanation, but I didn't understand, like, why Ghost. And then, obviously, he used his his uh, wish on reviving Canon. I almost called her Karu. <laughs> so he was all like, I'm a selfless hero. And then Spectre was super happy and agreeable after that. Yeah. <laughs> it was so, such like, a his, shift. His assholeness just, like, went away. Like, Pretty much oh, his sister, asshole totally melted like... after that. Let's fight, bro. Okay, fist bump. Pretty much, like it was really funny because he's, he's even after he found out that 
Takaru was his friend and stuff, he was still had that like generic, stoic, like douchebag second writer personality. And then as soon as he revived Ken, and he's like super smiley and happy, and like easily teams up with him. So obviously, it's not going to be any more animosity. As weird as that was, I'm happy it's over. Oh yeah, me too for sure. It's just funny how like quick his personality changed. Uh, like obviously, I guess he's super happy because of his sister. But like, I'm totally glad that's over. I'm not only is is just that stereotype of the second writer being a dick to the main writer annoying, but just finding excuses for writers to fight each other in general is annoying. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like totally different in situations like Ryuki or or even Gaim. But like when it seems like in this one, it's one of those classic situations of it feeling forced. Um. I mean, obviously, I mean, it did make a little bit sense of why they fought at the beginning, but it just felt like, oh, we have to have these two fighting. Um, and I guess it didn't ultimately go on too long, so that's nice. And I think uh, we're in a good place to move on to, like, essentially the next arc in the series with them, more or less working together. Like especially I said, especially since uh, Necrom's probably going to be evil, so. Yeah. Because that would be annoying if all three of them be pitted against each other. Like,. If you have a series where writers are supposed to fight, or if it's like Gaim, where everyone's got their own agenda, and it has to to work uh, on more levels if you're going to have them fighting for a longer period of time. Like, um, and I'm just glad that they didn't stretch it out too long. Um, and next week is is Boost. We got to figure out how how Takaru's going to live. <laughs> Why do you collect so many icons? So I can live. <laughs> uh, and we don't know what happened to Snaggletooth, do we? Or did I miss it? Uh, it's assumed away. he's dead. His actor got the flowers. Oh, really? So he's probably not coming back. The character, I think, could come back if he got like sucked up into the uh, Gamma world or whatever. His character might be able to come back like as a Gamma or something and maybe voiced by someone else. I don't know, but yeah, his his actor got the flowers, so... That kind of surprises me, because, like, obviously we know he got sucked up, but I assume they might do something more with that later. And maybe they still will, but that that's kind of interesting. Um, as long as I don't have to see his teeth anymore. Pretty much, like, he comes back, but his teeth are perfect. He got, like, some <laughs> super awesome Gamma World dental care. Um, and, like... Also, again, I'm not very observant, but then I think we still have to know about that whole... What is it? Who is he? I'm trying to remember who was saying it to him. He kept saying to Spectre, um, like, this is against policy or whatever, or it's treason, or what was he saying to him? Oh, when he was, was talking Al- to Spectre? Yeah. He was saying was that, it? like, treason is, like, reason for death, or whatever he said, yeah. because Spectre was working with, with them, yeah. and... Is that all about, Alan. like, time and Gamma World, I guess? So yeah, we still have to find I, out my, my, well, I mean, I'm sure we'll find out later. My guess is that when he was in the Gamma World, he met Alan or whatever, and uh, Alan said, like, oh, if you work with me, I'll help you get icons to revive your sister or whatever. Yeah, so we'll probably get a little bit more about that. But then once Spectre got back to the real world, he's just, like, whatever. Fuck this shit. I'll get my icon. Yeah, now he's so. all happy. Cause Spectre's just going to be smiling the easy all the way time. Out. He got the easy button. Takaru is the easy button. 
before Takiru. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think there's too much else to go over. Like, we're basically set up for the next little arc or era of the show. I mean, it's not like... Ghost has just basically been pretty okay, I would say. Like, it's in the last few weeks, it's gotten a lot better. It's not like, you know get me jumping out of my seat or anything but it's been better and at least it, there's stuff actually happening which mm-hmm. is a good it's just kind of still kind of generic but at least i'm glad that it's not still like sludging along with the whole story of the week stuff and we actually have had a pretty solid amount of weeks with plot moving yeah and like from the scans and stuff like alan's brothers coming in and we're getting, like, Boost and Necrom, and I, I think we'll be kind of moving the plot along yeah. a bit now, have, which is really nice. Yeah, we have a pretty decent stride, so that that's a good. And hopefully it gets even better as it goes. It'd be nice. Obviously, I don't hope it gets worse. Like, I've never been like, you know what, I hope the series gets worse. <laughs> you know what, Gaim, you're just too good. You need to have a bad week. And then they had the Kikaider special. No, it wasn't that bad, but still. I wonder if we'll get something like that this year. Did Drive get interrupted for anything? No, it didn't. Drive had the thing with an injury. Yeah, but that was... Yeah, that was... They'll, they'll, they'll probably do something if that Ishido Mori thing happens. Oh, God. Oh, kill me now. <laughs> they'll probably do a Juojo team up, too, but that's like... That'll be early in Jojo's life. It's like really weird because Ryder and Sentai are out, so out of sync in terms of their where they are he in their show. He has shows. a Ryder that has like his third upgrade at that point, and Jojo's have like their basic gear. <laughs> Basically, like didn't uh, Drive got Formula when we did Ninja, right? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think Drive yes. had Formula. Yeah, so we're like a the past mid season. Like just gotten UFO Maru or something. Yeah, like we're a past mid season combo for Ryder, and then like Sentai is like just starting out, so it's kind of funny because it was super early in the Ninja when we did it. All right, I think that's about it. Obviously, there was no Dino Charge this week. Yep. Um. So I guess now it's time for... Ramble, ramble, ramble time. Yeah. <laughs> Faint yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's actually stuff to talk about this week. And by stuff, I mean Star Wars. But we're still <laughs> postponing on. Supergirl because Brian didn't watch it yet. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> so I was like, uh, oh yeah, I got nothing to watch this week. And I forgot. <laughs> <laughs> Brian just like, freedom. And he's just running around. Um, so that'll be here next week. Me and George will get to discuss it with us. Um, but Pokemon was a gym battle. Um, generic sentence about how gym battles are more entertaining. Like, I told Brian before this, I did fall asleep in the middle because I was super tired. But at least it was more entertaining than a filler. I don't remember what the crazy strategy was, though. There was a lot. It was just, like... The, the main one was when the Meow Sticks used Feature Sight. Pikachu was like a metronome over there to figure out how long Feature Sight took. Oh, yeah, and they like they got it so the Feature Sight attacked them. Okay. It was a pretty was... crazy battle. Like, it was really fun. Yeah, because I remember there were some like weird strategies in it. It's just I, I couldn't remember between them being super tired and 
it being a little bit sense I remember that. So yeah, that was at least entertaining. The uh the Hoopa movie was on this week too. Oh, I didn't see it. Did you watch it? Was, it? Was, it, it was pretty typical Pokemon movie. <laughs> <laughs> like it was more enjoyable than a standard episode, but it wasn't anything to write home about. Oh, Pokemon movies. Hoopa's really Pokemon. cute, but Pokemon movies have always have like a really weird vibe to them and stuff too. I don't know what it is, but yeah, there's not too much else to say about Pokemon. There never is. The lengthiest Pokemon discussions we have are usually when we veer off, not off topic of Pokemon, but like off topic about the show, where we'll talk about either something about the anime in general, like a concept or like the game or something. Yeah. Pokemon. Okay, so not Pokemon. Star Wars, the moment we've all been waiting for. This movie sucks. It doesn't even have a Diggle or a Peace Bibs. No, Zero but seriously. Seriously, the movie was really good. I liked it a lot. 10 out I of was, 10. Wood bang. I was in no way, shape, or form expecting it to be this good. Like, I was pretty excited for it. Like... I like all the Star Wars movies, so I really didn't expect to really hate it. I mean, I I had that slight apprehension about not buying that lightsaber, but that's two hundred bucks, so you know. But um, I definitely, I don't want to say liked it. I guess I did like it a bit more than I thought I would. Like, I think the most unexpectedly awesome thing about it for me was the humor. Like, I don't think a Star Wars yeah. movie's ever been that funny. I, I saw your tweet, and like, I agree. Like, there was a lot of laughter in the theater when I saw yeah. it, and I thought that was really great. <laughs> like, Star Wars has had its funny moments before, but this one had, like, more than just, like, a casually adorable funny moment. Like, it had some really witty, well-written lines, and in fact, like, most of my memorable moments are the funny parts. Like, my friend asked me after we saw it, like, because one of his quote-unquote complaints was that there wasn't any memorable scenes, and he asked me what memorable scenes were, and so many of them were funny moments like Finn in particular I think was really funny uh-huh. uh, like uh, the scene where they're going to try to rescue Ray and he goes we'll use the force <laughs> and Han's like that's not how the force works you can't just say we'll use the force and then we win <laughs> or um, when he first met Ray and she says oh I've never met a resistance fighter before and he says well this is how resistance fighters look I mean, some of us. Others look different. <laughs> like, there's just so many funny moments. Or the, oh god, the BB-8 thumbs up. <laughs> yes. When he was getting him oh. to agree to be quiet about <laughs> who he was. Like, god, there was so many. And it's funny, like, unexpected, because of all the three characters, like the three new guys, you think Finn would be, I guess for lack of a better word, the most robotic, because he grew up, you know... As a stormtrooper, the, the stormtroopers yeah. are essentially recruited not too different from the way Jedi are, but they're it's like way more obviously um, mechanically raised. They give them a number instead of a name. He got bored of <coughs> being mechanical. Me. Yeah, so it's like bored now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you wouldn't <laughs> expect him to be so have so much personality, and I thought that was great. And like his level of excitement over things like when they were in the TIE fighter and he's like, did you see that? Did you see that? Like Finn and Poe like together just in general is such a great duo. Like it happened so fast too. Cause they had such little screen time together at the beginning ultimately, but they, 
they had this really great rapport and like and obviously there was a bigger component but finn and ray also had a great rapport and that was just great uh like i really like all the new people uh like a lot like it was just super entertaining and so I mean, many like, funny little moments. That in general is just a good thing because I mean these characters are going to be the driving force behind the next two movies. Yeah. So it it's it when you watch this first movie and you're introduced to all these new characters and they're all really fucking awesome. Yeah. Then the, it just builds so much optimism for the rest of the the next two movies. And I mean, I it makes that... you want to see more. I think that Finn, like, I already kind of liked what I saw from the trailers, but I think he took me by surprise in, in his personality. But I think one of the the better surprises in terms of character for me was Poe, because I really could give two shits about Poe before the movie. Mm-hmm. And he didn't get that much screen time compared to everyone else, but he was super likable as, like, a character that was just kind of really under my radar before the movie started. And uh, he just, he was pretty cool. And I, like I said, I just liked all three leads a lot, and I think that they all three have really good uh, character starts. Like Poe, po basically just a pilot, but I mean his personality is enough, and there's a story there. And I think Finn being a stormtrooper is really interesting, or having been a stormtrooper, and and obviously there's a lot of mystery around Ray, um, why she's so powerful in the Force. I mean, no one even checked her midi chlorian count. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> don't get out that little diabetes tab that you know Qui-Gon had checked Anakin <laughs> he's like well Anakin you have diabetes <laughs> we gotta go to Coruscant immediately they got the diabetes stuff there <laughs> I also um, like how BB-8 is kind of just like friends with everyone oh BB-8 is the best <laughs> like uh, Star Wars already obviously succeeded at that with like R2 and stuff where and I guess C3PO too. I mean C3PO is a little bit different because he has a full-on voice, but all three of them don't have facial expressions, but yet somehow they have so much personality. And honestly, I like BB-8 more than R2 in terms of just adorableness. Oh yeah, I've always loved R2, but BB-8 like just like, ruled over yeah. R2 as much as he Literally. could because R2 was a lot bigger than him. Yeah, but, but. like <laughs> he was just such a great hit, you know, John Ralphio and all that stuff. Uh, but he's just apparently like, it's, it's just... John Ralphio and Bill Hader together. Oh snap! It's like a duo. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just yeah, he was he was great. Like for BB-8 in particular, I think it's an accomplishment because. R2 and C3PO are so ingrained in pop culture and people's fondness and the fact that this new droid was able to come in and make just as much of an impression even amongst people that I know that didn't like the film will still admit they really like BB-8 mm-hmm. uh, so like I think that's really cool and it's just it's cool in general to have such emoted personalities without having facial expressions I mean I guess BB-8 has a little bit more options with like the rolling and like the head tilts Mm-hmm. Like stuff like the the thumbs up was just brilliant. <laughs> a little lighter. <laughs> like that was just great. Like I wasn't expecting that. Like so many good funny moments, or even just small things. Like I think I don't remember what he was reaching up for, but like Finn was trying to balance on Ray's head and stuff like that. Like there was just really it was funny. Like I liked that. It felt really natural. Um, 
I think there's just a lot to talk about. Uh, I'm trying to think where to go next with it. Um, Han Solo's dead. <laughs> <laughs> spoiler alert. I guess we can include that in the description. That this is going to be spoilers, obviously. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll pass. Fe- no, Fe- future me <laughs> will try to put in a warning before we actually start talking about this. Future past Brian. Um. But, because, uh, you know what I like about this, just really quickly backtracking, since this kind of brings me to, like, the reveal of who Kylo was, um, I'm usually not a person that complains too hardcore about spoilers. Um, but, like, with Star Wars, I was a little bit more serious about it, because what was great about it was that they ultimately showed pretty little in the trailers. Mm-hmm. I think I saw maybe less than 10 minutes of the movie in trailers and TV spots and whatnot. And I learned very little about the film, and that's the most in the dark i've been about a movie or tv show in a long time and especially something like star wars it's like one of my favorite things it was just really nice to go in there just really fresh and not knowing anything and obviously there was a lot of speculation about kylo ren a lot of people speculated he would be leia's kid or luke's kid Uh, so like it wasn't that huge of a surprise but it was still nice to basically not know yeah that that i wasn't like I wasn't planning on going opening night until the day before. Yeah. Because, like, I was... I forgot what I was doing, but Jeff came over and... It was, like, an ad on TV or something. And he said, are you going to go see it? And I said, yeah, I'm just not sure when. And he's like, well, I'm off tomorrow. And I said, well, okay. (laughs) Let's (laughs) Let's do do this. (laughs) May the force be with us. So I, I, the theater closest to me, like, still had a ton of uh, showings open because basically what they did is there was a couple other movies going, but, like, after 7 o'clock, they devoted, it's a 30 theater, uh, theater, 30 theater theater, uh, and, like, at least half of the theater was just entirely devoted to Star Wars showings. Yeah. So it was, there was still a ton of spots open so we saw it uh, like 15 minutes after 7 7 15 when our, our showing was so we weren't first but we were 15 minutes after first so <laughs> new youtube comment 15 minutes after first <laughs> uh but no it was it was great and it's, it's something i'm really glad that we ended up doing because one the atmosphere is really cool yeah and two just the like being able to go in and just know that nothing's gonna get spoiled for you <laughs> yeah uh, i was well, actually was, pretty was solid with nice avoiding well, spoilers so. um like most of the people i followed were pretty respectful about it like i said i'm usually not one because there's a lot of like people that whine about spoilers but this i think it's because the people that are making it took such care in it mm. that like it made me feel more like, okay, this is kind of an important thing to keep spoiler-free about. And I hope that continues with um, with Episode 8 and 9 and so forth. I mean, I don't know if I necessarily care so much about not spoiling the anthology films, considering they're basically prequels. Rogue Squadron. The Rebels win eventually. <laughs> um, but, like, I'm excited for those. But, I mean, I'm... I think that it'd be great if they kept the same marketing style for the episode movies with the trailers getting you excited but not showing too much and just being able to go in there basically fresh which i haven't had in a long time and 
I mean, I could not easily not watch all the trailers for the Marvel and DC movies, but I do it, and that's fine. But sometimes it's nice to have something a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that kind of was mainly about my point about not necessarily knowing 100% who Kylo was. I mean, a lot of the theories lined up pretty well. I, I thought it was really funny and dumb how many people, even though very or pretty early on in in promotion we knew they cast adam driver as kylo ren but there were still people being like is luke kylo ren like god damn it (laughs) he said they cast this guy and like there was still people like is it luke who is it like they have like a picture of the dude without the helmet on with stormtroopers and people are still like is it luke like why are people (laughs) so fucking stupid yeah luke got plastic surgery to look like adam driver he's got a really weird face (laughs) (laughs) and kind of a funny voice too um i also like how his like big poofy hair like just sort of neatly fit in that helmet (laughs) helmet. yeah (laughs) um but yeah i thought that was kind of funny that people thought that but yeah he is han and leia's son (laughs) (laughs) it was the trickster actually he's actually barry allen the whole time actually you know what i was lying it was captain cold (laughs) <laughs> he just took the Captain or the Captain Cold helmet, the Kylo Ren helmet off, and said, "That's funny." <laughs> uh, classic Michael Schofield. In the next movie, he's gonna have a sidekick that's like an identical garb, but then he takes off the helmet and it's just Link going. Ugh, ugh. <laughs> totally randomly Wookie. <laughs> oh my God, Link as a Wookie would be amazing. <laughs> Totally random side note that's not about Star Wars. I like how Heat Blast, not Heat Blast, uh, Heat Wave was the only one that didn't get a Legend of Tomorrow set up in Flash or Arrow. <laughs> He's just like, going to pop in somehow. They're like, you know what? He just comes with Captain Cold. That's all you really need to know. He's basically his accessory. <laughs> uh, I thought that was kind of funny. <laughs> C- um, Captain Cold walks in. Well, if you got the cold, you need the heat. And, <laughs> and then Link just walks up. just like, hi. <laughs> like, we already got the heat. Well, but we you need, need, like, a gorilla. We need more, more heat. <laughs> like, it's cold in here because, like, I'm so cold, we need twice the heat. Like, get it? Because cold? <laughs> Look, I just really want to bring him along. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Look, he's like he's my brother in, in on Earth three, where we're we're actually prisoners. Still wonder when we're gonna get details about that prison break revival. <laughs> but we know it's happening. It was like I think it was greenlit, but we just don't know anything about it. But anyway, speaking of prison break, Kylo Ren again. Um, got super sidetracked Kylo by ben. myself. <laughs> Kylo Ben, perfect. That's why he changed. He's like, look, if I just add, change it to an R, they'll never be able to find me. um but yeah he's their son and it is admittedly a really interesting setup for a character in terms of you usually have a jedi like anakin's the perfect example obviously who's being tempted by the dark side but here's a dude that's being tempted by the light side like he's he really wants to be dark side but he feel he even said it when he's talking to Darth Vader's head, he said, I'm being pulled in by the light. I think that's a pretty interesting setup. Like, There's a lot of mystery surrounding that whole thing. All we know is that he was Luke's student along with other students that Luke tried to teach. 
and he basically tore the whole thing down. I, it's sort of implied, at least from what I got, that he killed the other students. Yeah, and, that that's pretty much what I got. Yeah, and he started... I don't know... I mean, if Kevin was awake, he could tell me. But, like, maybe. But, like, if he started the Knights of Ren or he joined them, I'm not clear about that. But, obviously, he tore down whatever Jedi stuff Luke had going and was a part of the Knights of Ren. And that's... And he's working under chaos. Uh, I like the scene where Kylo Ren showed up and he said, It is I, chaos! <laughs> like, I'm like, dude, why is chaos here? But he, I, um, I'll get to that in a second. But that's really all we know about him. Um, and it's it's interesting. I think there's a really interesting character there. Um, but it's also kind of funny, if you think about it, that like Kylo Ren is basically a hipster. That's like really obsessed with being Darth Vader to the point where he gets a helm shaped like him and like has the voice changer and has no reason to. Like his respiratory system isn't fucked up. He doesn't need to hide his face. Although now he has a scar, so he's probably super excited that Ray like scarred his face so that he can like have a reason to wear the helmet. But like when you think about it like that, it's really funny that he's basically a Darth Vader groupie. There, there, and he's there's like, a, uh, a Twitter that's emo Kylo Ren. <laughs> and it, it's really the funny it's basically kylo ren in high school it's, it's the greatest thing like it's really funny when you think about it like that because he's really committed to the bit with the whole look and the voice change and everything and i think there's a lot cool about that that's unique though with the whole a guy that really wants to be dark side but has a lot of light in him. It's like the reverse of many. And I'm really curious about why he decided to do that. Like, did he find out about Anakin and Vader and just thought it was so cool? Because he's all about, like, he's finishing what Vader started, but Vader turned, quote-unquote, good at the end and killed the Emperor and realized the error of his ways. And he was more or less trapped anyway. He had nowhere to go. His wife was dead. He didn't think his kids were alive. His body was burned off. He killed everyone he knew, or so he thought. So he was basically trapped into becoming Vader in the first place. He had no choice but to commit to the bit, which I guess is what Kylo Ren's doing. Um, but I think that'll be interesting. Like, There's a lot of open questions, and we talked about this in the pre-show, about how there's people bitching about there's plot holes, but it's not plot holes, there's just a lot of questions, which is frustrating because you want to know everything, but is awesome because there's so much to talk about now and, and wonder about and speculate about over the course of years. Because, you know, when Revenge of the Sith was, o- Sith. Sith was over, that closed the gap. So, like, any questions you had... We're sure there was still some plot holes left over. I don't know about all that, but I mean, the main stuff was finished up. Um, outside of like you know non-main movie stuff, but like when the first movies came out before the prequels, there was a, a ton left up in the air to question. I mean, everything was a vague reference. We didn't know much about how Anakin turned and why and stuff like the clone wars was a completely vague reference and this is really no different yeah i mean people have to understand that this is the start of another trilogy yeah they're not gonna open up this movie and go here's kylo ren here's his entire history here's uh what's his name snoke yeah the bad guy yeah 
Like, here's all the information about him. Oh, here's Ren. Uh, Ren? Ray. <laughs> wow. <laughs> here's Ray. She's the daughter of X and so on and so forth. They're not, they're not going to fucking map you out the entire history of all these characters in one movie that's supposed to be a trilogy. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, the the original trilogy set it up that way, too, and it, they didn't even reveal all those in that trilogy. We had to wait for the prequels to get backstory, and that's the whole point. I mean, there was a lot vagued in both of them, and, and that's a good thing. Like I said, there's a, I love that there's a ton of conversation going on about so many things, and even within my own head of, like, you know, thinking about all these awesome threads that are dangling, like... Because there's such a large gap in time, just like there was between the prequels and the original, of like how everything went down. Um, again, Kevin fell asleep for the party he was looking forward to most. I I kind of feel bad, um, <laughs> but like he knows more about the EU than I do. I only read Wikipedia a couple times, but I I know that in the EU, Luke did establish Jedi, and and by this time. Uh, in the timeline of like Luke's age and stuff, there was a lot more Jedi, and there was a lot going on. And there was also a character, I think his name's Jason, but it's spelled funny. Of he was Luke and or Luke Han and Leia's son who turned to the dark side. So I don't know if they specifically inspired that for Kylo Ren. I guess Probably. I like to think, yeah. Um, but that that was an element in there because they had twins, and the girl was fine, but the the guy twin turned to the dark side and. There, there was a lot more Jedi, and, and the Jedi were not, like, full force like they were in the prequels, but there was a lot more of them. But, like, here, obviously, Luke tried for five seconds and then quit. I mean, I'm sure it was more <laughs> dramatic than that, but it reflects super badly on him right now. Like, he tried to set up the Academy, and his one student turned bad, so he decided to go to an island. Um, but there's a lot of mystery about that. Um but th- that's quite Damn it, different. Han, your stupid kid ruined everything. I quit. <laughs> that's basically how it seems to have gone down. But but th- there's a lot of mystery there. A lot of mystery there. Um, but uh, like exactly what, how it was so bad that he quit. Did he quit? Is he there? Because they said that he went to the first Jedi Temple and um like maybe he had a plan maybe that's what he's doing he obviously left clues to where he is so there's a lot going on there he's actually Uh, just building an army of force ghosts (laughs) basically that'd be really funny actually (laughs) kill these fuckers (laughs) (laughs) they're already dead that's why he actually started the initial jedi academy so that they would just get killed and come back um but yeah there's a lot murky about that i mean um, speaking of murky, you know what's kind of murky for me is the political field. Not just like politics in general, but I mean of the, this movie. So, okay. After they defeated the Empire at the end of the original movies, they established a new Republic. And then there's the First Order, which is basically like the followers of the Empire reorganized, right? And so then there, there's the Resistance which is fighting against the First Order, but they're sponsored by the Republic. Why? I, like, I, have, I know nothing. <laughs> I'm so confused. Like, if the Republic is the main government and the First Order is attempting to bring back the Empire, then wouldn't the Republic soldiers just be fighting? Why would there need to be a separate movement called the Resistance? Like, if the First Order was ruling... 
having a resistance would make sense. But unless like the galaxy is almost evenly split up amongst the First Order and the Republic, or was, that was super confusing to me. Like, there's things like where Ray comes from, what happened with Luke and Kylo Ren. That's all plot mystery. But I thought the the status quo could have been made more clear, especially considering. Like, the whole big thing about the prequels was the fall of the Republic, rise of the Empire, and then the destruction of the Empire in the original trilogy. It would have been nice to have it been made more clear. Like, I was very unclear whether the Republic was reigning or whether it was basically a 50-50 split. Um, Like I said, why you would need something called the Resistance if you were the main government. And, like... um, is the Republic dead now because they blew it all up with the Super Death Star? Um, I don't know. And obviously they blew up the Starkiller base, which killed most of the First Order, but I can't imagine we're not going to see the First Order and the Stormtroopers in the next movie. Oh, yeah. Cause, I mean, Captain Because, like, Phasma... the first movie could made it seem like the Empire was, oh, we won. But, you know, obviously there was more movies after that. Right. Like, Kevin like Phasma was, like, pumped up to be, like, this big character, and she was hardly in the movie. Yeah, and she said she's supposed to be in the other movies more, so obviously the First Order's going to be more in it, because Brienne of Tarth is my favorite Stormtrooper. <laughs> um, seriously, I love that character. Um, but yeah, so obviously they're going to be in it more, and I don't think they go through the trouble of making up the First Order to just have them be in one movie. But, like, I just would like that to be... I, I think that's maybe my only plot hole complaint, is I wish the, just the political spectrum was a little bit more clear um, about all of that, because I, I was very unsure about that. Um, but that could be pretty easily resolved. But everything else is, like, just mysteries that are going to be unfolded. Like, I'm sure yeah, we'll get... Like, some all those articles, like, half of them were just mysteries. Yeah. Like, that's not a plot hole. It's just you being impatient for the other movies. Yeah, because there's so much to cover now, like, the the years between about what Luke did with Kylo Ren and, and, um, and who Rey is, like, it was pretty vague. I really, really hope that, I, I kind of fear it will be, but I hope that it doesn't have too much to do with her parentage. Um, because I'm just really, really tired of, oh, my dad or my mom or my parents or whatever was special. It's all special. that Toku we watch. <laughs> exactly. And Toku or anything, really. I'm tired of, like, their parentage being so key to their story. And I know Tyler loves it. He's like, Dad. But, like, I'm just really sick of that in Toku and otherwise. And, I, I mean, their, her parents are obviously going to be an important thing in some way. But I'm just hoping it's important why they placed her there or why they left her as opposed to who they were. I know there's some speculation about her being Luke's uh, daughter or something. Like, it's never stated that Luke didn't have kids. We only know that the, it seems like Kylo Ren was uh, Han and Leia's only kid. But like we don't, everything else is pretty vague. I mean, I'm assuming like, it's there, their own. There was a there was a a theory that I read that uh, Ray is Leia and Hans' kid too, but because of what happened 
with the the Jedi Academy, like their memory was wiped of her, and then she was put into hiding. Hmm. Which is viable. I don't know. Yeah. For sure, like, but, if that would be what I want, but. But see, I don't need her. Like, I don't need her parents to not only not be important, but I don't even need her to be related to the Skywalker family. Like, yeah. I'm fine with her just being strong in the Force. Um, like, I'm sure, obviously, because I set up the mystery, they're they are planning something beyond. Oh, she's just strong in the Force because that would be kind of boring. I'll admit. But I just hope that it's something cooler than her parents were important or special or she's Luke's kid or something. Like, we don't – I don't think we need that for her to be an interesting character because I already like her as a character. Oh, yeah. Without she's her great. being related to anybody. She's uh, great and we, in multiple ways. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, I mean, she's no peace bib, but come on. <laughs> but, I mean, we already have Kylo Ren as, like, the Skywalker legacy character. And he's got the whole interesting, you know, light-dark balance thing. So we, we have that. We don't need another thing of that. If they want to somehow give us a kid of Luke's, I'd be fine with that. But we don't need to make it raise or reveal that maybe Han and Leia had another kid. But I really don't care if they reveal a dozen more Skywalker kids. It's just we don't need to make Rey that to make her awesome because she already is. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's funny that... There was some speculation about, unless there was a memory wipe involved, but people kept saying, well, maybe Ray was one of the people Luke started to train, but then he hit her after Kylo Ren or whatever. But I'm like, she specifically mentioned she thought Luke was a myth. So how would she have trained with him if she didn't know he existed? Yeah, there's a lot of levels of like amnesia or memory wipe or, or something going on. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. It'll it's be interesting. Like I love that it makes me think this much, but uh, I hope that her explanation is cool. But for right now, she was. Um, and I talked at the beginning about like Finn being surprised funny and like Poe being surprisingly more likable than I thought he was. But I think Ray was actually the biggest surprise in a way because the marketing made it seem like. Finn was going to be the one to inherit this Jedi legacy. Uh-huh. And and then she sort of unexpectedly was like the main character, which I think was really neat, like a huge surprise. Um, and I think they both had spotlight. But I mean, in terms of like the Jedi character, I right. didn't expect that to be her. I honestly thought that Finn was going to be the Force-sensitive one, and she was not going to be like a bad or boring character, but I didn't think that she was going to be as important as she was. And She was going to be the- more like the Han that's... Yeah. Not good with the forest, but good at everything else. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought she was gonna gonna be uh, different, and I think that the way that they marketed it with the, the little spoilers and all that was neat. That I was able to be taken by surprise that she was essentially the main one in that respect, um, because she ended up being the force sensitive one. And there was a lot of complaining about like how quickly she adapted to certain things like the force persuasion and stuff um which i can see a little bit they did speed it along but i kind of assumed from the way she behaved during that scene that she had heard stories about the jedi so she knew that the force persuasion was a thing so she figured why the fuck not try it and she did it um 
And she was obviously proficient with her bow staff weapon, so it makes sense that she would at least be able to hold her own with a lightsaber. Yeah. Um, and th- the same thing with Finn, too. People were complaining about, well, how was he able to hold his own so well against Kylo Ren, who's at least had some level of training, and he's just a dude. There was a stormtrooper. and I- Again, I can sort of see people's point, but uh, on the other side, he was also trained as a stormtrooper, even if he was a janitor. Um, and like we saw that the stormtroopers were trained with those like uh, anti lightsaber thingies, so those assume... like tonfa things that that one guy was using. Yeah, they they kind of remind me of uh, what General Grievous's soldiers had, yeah, because uh, they could fight against lightsabers. But I'm gonna just assume that stormtroopers are all given some level of basic training. So I really don't find it that much of a stretch that he could pick up. Like a sword-based weapon, and he didn't win. Obviously, he he was very sloppy, but he held his own. And I, uh, the level of which he fought, I felt was believable, considering he was a st- he wasn't just some random guy. He was trained in some manner. Um, and I don't know whether he's going to end up being force sensitive or not. I don't know, because I kind of liked seeing him with the lightsaber and all the trailers and stuff. So I was a little disappointed he might not be a Jedi, but. I kind of hope that maybe him and Ray end up both being a Jedi because God knows they need the numbers. Yeah, like I'm, I'm hoping. I've, I've heard a lot of discussion back and forth on on whether he's gonna be trained to to be a Jedi or not. And I, I agree. I kind of want to see it just because more lightsaber battles are fun. Yeah, lightsaber battles are the best. <laughs> So uh, we'll we'll see, but I, I'm I'm hoping just because I think it would make make it more interesting. Yeah, uh, um, and you know I was thinking too, you know, because I don't know if there was that many hints at all. If anything, there might have been something subtle I didn't pick up on that he had any sort of force sensitivity. But I was thinking it'd be interesting to train somebody essentially in the arts of the Jedi that didn't involve the force. Like, what if he was just a super good lightsaber fighter, but he didn't have any force powers? And he could sort of be a Jedi. Like, there's characters like that. Like, General Grievous was just... He was trained in the lightsaber arts by Count Dooku, and he stole the weapon of every Jedi killed, but he didn't have force powers, but he used lightsabers. Um, so, I don't know. I f- think there's potential there for him to be some sort of lightsaber-wielding character. Mainly, the point is, guys, lightsabers. <laughs> um, but that was an interesting thing. Like I said, it... it made it seem like he was the Force-sensitive one in all the trailers, and he had Luke's lightsaber, but it was obviously calling to Rey, and there was that whole big scene of her hearing all the younglings screaming as they were killed. Um, <laughs> that's what I honestly thought it was until like all the voices started popping up. Um, and there's obviously something with that saber, and that's another question there of how did she get that saber, because Luke lost it on Cloud City, obviously. Um and she said, she's, there's obviously an explanation because she said, that's a story for a different time. I'm like, can you just tell us now? <laughs> um, that's a story for the next movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, Did she die? I don't remember. No, she's still alive. Okay. Because I think they just that left her on the cantina. That place got kind of wrecked, so I yeah. can't remember. <laughs> I, I imagine that she was important enough that if she would have died, there would have been like a memorable death scene of some sort. Um, but yeah. <laughs> But there's probably going to be some sort of explanation. Again, like if Kevin was awake, I mean, I don't know whether that lightsaber ever came back into play. I feel like 
I could be completely imagining it, but I feel like I read something about that lightsaber coming back into play in the old expanded universe, but I don't know. But um, there's obviously something there, and obviously it's like this important artifact now, even though it killed so many younglings. Um, but, you know, it belonged to Luke and Anakin before, so uh, there was all that visiony related stuff, which is kind of reminiscent of, in a way, Empire Strikes Back when Luke like fought Vader him in that cave in Dagobah. Um, that does remind me of something, which is another complaint <clears throat> a lot of people seem to have, is that it borrows a lot of plot structure from like A New Hope and the original trilogies in general, which I, I, I get. I think that for this, they mainly did that um, – so sort of, I, I hate to say cash in on the nostalgia, but because they had the older actors back and because they were trying to essentially win back so many people that hated the prequels and like, and just present like the new era of Star Wars since this is like the first movie in forever, I think that that's the reason they did so many structural similarities, which you can totally see. I mean, there's a lot of structural similarities, specifically with like the Death Star and everything. Mm-hmm. But. I feel like I wasn't that mad at it because there was enough new in it that felt fresh that I didn't really notice it as much. Like I noticed it, but it wasn't uh, like an eyesore, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I I completely agree. I mean, the, there was there was a lot of easily noticeable comparisons between the two, and I don't necessarily think that was a bad thing like there's an entire theory about the storytelling of star wars between the original trilogy and the prequel trilogy and how they mirror each other that was purposeful so having this one mirror episode four doesn't seem out of the ordinary to me yeah it's something that the franchise does yeah, like, um, there's a very short video. Someone did a mashup of all the, the scenes that echo each other from the prequels and the originals. And, like, before they show that scene, or the mashup of all the scenes, there's a scene where George Lucas is explaining the the mirroring of scenes that were similar between the prequels and the original was purposeful. He says there's echoes, something to the effect of there's echoes of where it's going. He says it's like poetry, they rhyme, yeah. which makes complete sense. Like, I don't know if they're going to end up going with that for the whole trilogy for this, but when people complain about with the prequels with that, it makes me mad because it was purposeful and I thought well done. And um, structurally, it was it was less noticeable than this one because the plots were so different from the movies. But there was definitely noticeable mirrored scenes, but it was done with purpose to, like you said, to echo where it's going. And also it was supposed to mirror Anakin and Luke's journeys how very similar and how they took different paths. And I don't know how often they'll mirror things in these movies, but um, regardless of it, like I said, I did notice that they did it, but I thought they brought enough new to the table where it wasn't like I was out, out of the theater thinking, man, they just copied the whole film because so much of the characters, what the characters were and the humor of the dialogue and, and the mysteries introduced was different that it's like, you know, I find that forgivable. Um, and uh, you know me, I hate nostalgia stuff, but I, admittedly, um, obviously I was too young to see the, the first movies when they came out, but I did grow up on the first movies before the prequels even came out. So I, I can't 
I have to admit that I was happy to see you know the older characters back and certain little callbacks that were neat. Oh, like yeah, absolutely. Like, like the little hollow <clears throat> chest and the Millennium Falcon. Um, and it was a really quick scene, but Finn found that little lightsaber training ball that Luke used on the Millennium Falcon and stuff like that. Because I, I think it's it's something that... I mean, sure, you you could have started this movie and done something that was very, like, completely new. Like, no returning characters, no anything. Still called it Star Wars, and it still could have been good, but... Having those elements, it's not even so much a nostalgia thing as it is a necessary storytelling thing. Yeah. For lack of a better term, because it, it connects the original trilogy with this new trilogy, and you you can see those visual things like, oh, there's Han Solo, there's Leia, there's R2-D2, there's C-3PO, there's Millennium Falcon. Okay, here's these things that I'm familiar with, so now, in your mind, that trilogy is now connected to this trilogy a lot more seamlessly than it would be as, all this takes place 30, 40 years in the future, everyone dead, here's these new guys. Can you imagine how much complaints there would be if that was the way it was, like they just had to explain why people weren't there? Yeah. Like, oh, they're dead, or a recast or something. Um, Everyone dead. (laughs) The First Order (laughs) rose up and killed everyone. That's just in the crawl. The First Order rose up, everyone dead. (laughs) All of them, everyone you killed about, dead. That'd be hilarious. Luke dead, Han dead, (laughs) Leia dead, everyone dead. Chewie dead, even R2 dead. That bitch been through (laughs) everything. He's like the only person that remembers all the movies. Because no one ever wiped his memory. Um... But yeah, I, I I agree. I mean, that's a great way of connecting it and making it feel part of the whole overall story. And not to mention, like, it's just kind of a monumental thing. I mean, it's not like these actors are going to drop dead tomorrow, but they are a lot older than when the first movies came out. And to be able to still all get the original crew back in the movie uh-huh. is like a monumental thing that, like, you can't. Not make a big deal about that. Like I hate, I guess I hate nostalgia and all that stuff. But this is like kind of a big deal, especially since you never thought in a million years they would be able to get them all back for this movie. I mean, before even Disney brought it back, maybe there was an assumption there would eventually be more Star Wars movies. But I think it's just pretty cool that they got everyone back, even if Han died. But it's it's still cool and. Uh, it's just kind of a monumental thing and it's neat to see where everyone ended up. It's kind of tragic in a way that everyone kind of ended up sort of miserable at the moment. <laughs> I mean, Luke's super sad and sulky and he totally like stole Obi-Wan's clothes from his Tatooine hut and you know, Han dead and Leia's all old. <laughs> That's Leia's worst curse. She's all old now. Um, but yeah, it's because there was something about that, about how it it kind of takes away from the happy ending of the first movies. But that's like inevitable. I mean, I'm sure there was happy times after it a little bit. Five minutes before their son started murdering people. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just it's just a neat thing and to have certain familiarities and and just I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to describe certain parts. But I don't think that I think that the 
complaining about the similarities too much. I think that if like the following movies really closely structurally followed Empire Strikes Back and Jedi, then I would get it. But I think that I think that there always will be some echoes because, like you said, that's the way a lot of it works. Yeah. But I think that a lot of it in this one was just to get their feet off the ground. Um, it's kind of like in Halo Four. I think that um, that one, in a lot of ways, had some more safe things going on in terms of trying to, you know, just start out as three four three starting, and and then they were they're starting to dive into their own thing now and get their own feel for it. But it's like you got to start sort of on a familiar ground. And um, obviously, I'm assuming Leia's going to be in the next movie. Luke will most definitely be in the next movie, I imagine. Um, I think it was super brave to have him in the movie at the very end and not a single speaking line. I, I legitimately laughed. <laughs> I, I, was, I was sitting here, like, I looked at my watch, and I'm like, did they... This movie can't be that much longer. You're like near the end. I was like, where Luke? (laughs) He he hasn't popped up yet. And then she like drives off and drives, flies off (laughs) in the millennium Falcon. I'm like, okay, she's going to go look for Luke. And then like, she gets to the top of the the rock and they just stare at each other and it ends. I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) brilliant. (laughs) I can just hear the silent cries of all of the fanboys. I mean, I was just waiting for him to start talking in his stricter, stricter voice and ima- uh, demanding licorice. Like, I was just <laughs> waiting for it. Uh, but, like, it's funny because, like, obviously all three of their appearances were hyped up. And it was Luke's uh, – Luke, we didn't see any footage of him. And he had the most secrecy. So, obviously, it's because there was no footage of him. Um but I imagine he'll play a bigger role in the next movie. There was so yeah. much speculation. Like I mentioned, there was all this, oh, is he Kylo Ren? And there was a lot of speculation that he was dead already or that he died in the movie or he died early on. But no, he's just quiet. Uh, but that, that was pretty ballsy. And in a way, it's I can definitely see it being frustrating considering how long we waited for the movies uh, or the new for him to reappear. And, and then he finally reappears and we don't get a speaking line. But I think it made it more impactful. Like seeing him at the end, and th- it was a beautiful end scene of her, him and Ray meeting, and her offering him the lightsaber, his first lightsaber, and then the way that the camera pans around and the music, and then it cuts out. It was a very awesome scene to end the movie on, um, and it, it with even without all of the other mysteries you want to find out about, it's a great like cliff i guess sort of cliffhanger to end on for Mm. you to want to see more um and i think it's going to be really awesome to find out about all that stuff and i'm going to assume that luke's going to be training ray now since he's got nobody else to train (laughs) like no i don't want to train no one (laughs) like there's got to be a really good get off my rock (laughs) (laughs) but there's got to be a really good backstory for why he, um, I mean, we obviously know the basics of it, but I mean, for why he decided to quit, because he was the last hope of the Jedi culture, and then he quit so quickly, it seems. Um, it's kind of funny, like, my friend brought up a good point. He said, how qualified is Luke really, though? Because <laughs> not I thought very, about that. Honestly, like, like he's not. About it. 
he's not really compared to like Obi-Wan and Yoda who are obviously both dead. But um, it's funny because when I was younger, I always assumed – unless there's some sort of like supplemental comic or book material that describes it. But I always assumed that between episodes five and six, he trained with Yoda again. But after he rescues Han on Tatooine from the Carbonite or whatever, he goes back to Yoda. He's like, I'm back. But like at the beginning of episode six, he was like a little bit more experienced and confident. And he has a new lightsaber and all that shenanigans. But Luke is basically self-taught. Because mm-hmm. Obi-Wan taught him for five minutes and then he got killed. Yoda taught him for a little bit and then he left, came back, and Yoda died. So like, I mean, Luke. I mean, I'm sure if Kevin was here, he'd be like, "Oh, but Luke did this, 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 or this. How could you be such an idiot?" And he like downloaded the Intersect of Jedi ness. But I mean, it's not like Luke is completely a novice. But in terms of like the last remnants of the old Jedi Order, he, he it's like how qualified really is Luke? I feel like I read something about that he built his lightsaber and stuff on at Obi-Wan's old home in Tatooine and maybe learned some more there. But still, I think that would be something interesting to learn. Is obviously, he'd be, he'd be wearing the clothes of a Jedi. He's got like Obi-Wan's old outfit and he's got a Jedi robe. He's just out there playing Jedi. <laughs> um, but it's kind of funny to think about that. But um, I was trying to think if there's anything else I wanted to touch on before we quit the discussion of it. I already mentioned like the, the whole joke about uh, Snoke basically being chaos. But I didn't know anything about Snoke other than his name before the movie. So I don't know if he's really that big. But I did not expect him to have that big presence when we first saw him. Yeah. Like it was I, almost I wasn't either. Like <clears throat> I really hope he's short. Yeah. Like I hope he's either like really short, small, or he's just like a normal person. Because if he's gigantic like that, it makes it really weird. Yeah, I don't want him to be gigantic. Like, like, can you imagine? Wookie like, is like that the tallest you can get. Like, upset. like if he really is that gigantic, how big his lightsaber would be? You're not gonna win that fight. <laughs> um, but yeah, that that took me by surprise because I only really knew that Kylo had like a master and there was this vague dark presence. Um, but I did not. It was obviously a hologram, but I definitely hope he's not that big because it. Not like there obviously isn't characters that big in Star Wars. I mean, there's stuff like Rancors and all that stuff, but I can't think of anything I've seen that was sentient that was that big that I remember. But, um, yeah, that was definitely kind of a surprise. Um, And there's speculation about who he is. There's a lot of people that think he's Dark Plagueis. Dark? Dark? Darth Plagueis. Dark Plagueis. (laughs) Um, Who was uh, Palpatine's mentor who he sort of like inferred of that he killed well he didn't infer he said he killed him um he was really vague about it when he's talking to anakin about darth plagueis who had learned how to cheat death and to create life and all that and that his apprentice killed him um one of the main evidence i saw uh, for that was there's a, a music playing during the scene in episode three when uh Palpatine is explaining to Anakin who Darth Plagueis is, and apparently it's like nearly identical to this music that plays during one of the first appearances of of Snoke. And I did listen to both of them, and they, it was basically the same exact score. I don't know if that has any implication on it, um, 
But if it is Darth Plagueis, that would definitely be interesting. Because um, that's another huge mystery, is, is who is Snoke? I mean, the last like entity of of the dark side was Sidious, who's been dead. Unless it's Sidious again, that bitch just won't die. <laughs> Emperor gets a new job. Giant. <laughs> um, Ruler of Skylands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, Chaos, command you to take out Han Solo. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's another huge mystery, whether he's Dark Plagueis or something. He obviously has to have something connected to the dark side interesting about him. Um, since he's the first major player since Palpatine. So I'm very curious about that. I mean, not just his size and everything was an interesting thing to see, but um, just his role as the, in the dark side as sort of their leaders is interesting. And, and I think that's almost the, the least, the thing we know the least about in terms of the overall mysteries. Um, so I'm very, very curious about that. I partially hope it's Dark Plagueis, but if it's not, I'm curious how he's connected to all of it, whether he has anything to do with the past mythology or whether he's just like completely out of left field, new guy, just some giant troll Voldemort chaos thing that found a book on joining the dark side, asking me how, and then decided to do it. <laughs> so I don't know, but a lot of really cool stuff uh is going to be happening in the movies that I'm just excited for. Like, I want to see it again, but, like, I want to see Episode Eight now. And, like, it's frustrating. There's a movie coming out next year, but it's Rogue Squadron. <laughs> like, it's not like I'm not looking forward to it, but I want to know more about this. Like, it was really good. I'm just... Rogue, Rogue One could still bring in something cool to the table. Oh, yeah, for sure. Like I said, I'm, I'm still looking forward to it, and I'm looking forward to all the anthology movies but it's just this has so many questions that like i want to get to it now like what else are they planning on doing i think they're doing a han solo movie <laughs> han solo solo movie how are they even going to do that they're going to use a, a new actor as a younger han solo oh, okay probably channing tatum that would actually be pretty funny actually <laughs> it's going to be jonah hill <laughs> it's be really weird uh, um but uh yeah i think I don't remember which ones are confirmed because I remember when Disney bought it back, there was all sorts of rumors and speculation and talks. I think the Han Solo one is confirmed more or less. I know there was rumors of a Boba Fett one um, and a Yoda one as well. I think I don't remember how far the Yoda the Yoda one might have been the most rumor of them. It would have been really easy. It's just either CGI or a puppet. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but there's a lot to be explored with that. But, I mean, I think it's really cool that in addition to the episodes, we'll be getting anthology movies that could go anywhere. And I'm looking forward to all the Star Wars movies, but, like, the new ones in particular because there's new territory. But, like, the Clone Wars proved that there there's really interesting stuff to be had in areas we already know. Like, when the Clone Wars first started, I wasn't that into it because I'm like, well, we already know the ending. But once you start filling in some interesting backstory of certain things or like introducing new characters or elements you didn't know about that could be interesting. I do kind of hope that they don't, uh, strictly stick to like the original trilogy era stuff for the anthologies, just cause I think that there's, well, there's some neat stuff that could be done in, in the prequel era times, but I mean, in the times between the original movies and now there's a lot of cool stuff that could be done. Mm -hmm. There's a, a lot of time that happened. 
basically it's an exciting time to be a Star Wars fan. There's a lot going on. And it's going to be pretty awesome. I'm trying to be a better fan. <laughs> Were you a bad fan before? I didn't pay enough attention. Okay. But now the cannon is smaller and I feel like I might be able to handle it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't even really keep up with any of the EU stuff. I, I just read Wikipedia whenever I was in a Star Wars mood. <laughs> That's basically where I went, like, I don't even remember half the stuff I read, just, like, really vague things. Like I said, the the guy that, I remember reading about one of their sons turning into the dark side, so I double-checked that. They named one of their sons after Anakin, I remember. And there was, like, a really, I don't, like, if Kevin was here, he'd be, like, spewing off so much knowledge right now. But there was, like, a really weird story about, like, the Emperor cloned himself and came back and, um... I think Luke turned to the dark side briefly. I don't know. Like uh, it's been so long since I read it, uh, or the Wikipedia articles. Um, oh damn, that didn't trigger something I was going to mention about. Oh, one um, one thing I forgot to mention. We were talking about Luke. Is I'm kind of curious when we talked about like the kids and stuff. Whether he's sticking to the rigid ways like of the old Jedi Order, because I do know that in the expanded universe he had a kid and he got married. Mm. I think he had a kid. I know at least he got married. Uh, I was thinking about this when I was watching the movies. I'm like, I'm pretty sure there there no relationships and no sex and marriage rule was what got them in trouble a lot of the time. Like if Anakin would have just been able to talk to people about stuff, maybe he wouldn't have killed everyone. <laughs> but um, So I'm curious whether how rigid Luke was maybe in his teachings of his students with Kylo Ren or, or will be to like the old Jedi rules about all that. Like, will they have to wear the Padawan braids? Maybe like they made Kylo Ren get the Padawan haircut and braid and he just freaked the fuck out and killed everyone. Maybe that's what it was. His hair was too poofy and they kicked him out. Too, it was. And then he saw a picture of, of Anakin with his long hair and he's like, I finally found my place. Is with Hayden Christensen. I love you, grandpa. <laughs> Uh, Star Wars. All right, I think that's about it. Kevin, part two, like you said at the beginning, part two of our discussion will happen next week when Kevin gives his thoughts. All right, I think oh, that's well, it. Give us an excuse to talk about Star Wars again. Yeah, and I think that he can give us some more knowledge about the expanded universe stuff because all my he can knowledge. Listen is the- to us talk and then answer our questions next week. <laughs> <laughs> This is like the TTMF of our own like inner circle. <laughs> TTMF, WTF, up with the uh, expanded universe. Because <laughs> I just have very vague accounts of what I read. Because there was times where, kind of like right now, where I'm in like a Star Wars mood, and I would just you can get lost for hours on Wikipedia just reading about stuff and oh, yeah. characters. And I did that multiple times with all of the different... Uh, the characters and the expanded universe characters and their children and all that. And I feel like I have a book too that I bought that had a bunch of stuff in it. I don't remember, but there's like a bunch of stuff there. And I, I know for, for a fact that one of the kids turned dark. So that's at least something similar. Um, so I'm curious what else they might try to bring in that, that was influenced by it. Now it's time for tweet, tweet motherfucker. Rawr. <laughs> That's what animals say. All right. 
we Star Wars ourselves out, so we're picking a few simple ones this week. Uh, first up is Kieran Foster with which is better, MMPR Season 1 or Ninja? Um, definitely going to go with MMPR Season 1. Um, honestly, both are pretty awful. At least, I hate to say that answer, but at least MMPR Season 1 led to something in terms of not only the rest of MMPR, but in terms of through in space and the rest of the mythology. Um, I still think it's the worst of the bunch. Like, it had nothing going on, but if I had to sit down and watch one, like, I really don't like Ninja, and at least I have some fondness for the characters in MMPR on some level, or for certain ones at least. And you can at least laugh at certain parts of how dumb it was, but with Ninja, it's just, for the most part, straight-up torture. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Season 1 of MMPR 2, only because, like you said, it, it led up to something. It started something. And, well, that's kind of like a nostalgia-ish answer. It's more just respect for starting a franchise that I can get into more than Ninja wanting me to punch a franchise. Yeah. Now... Season 1 of MPR is in no way good, and I in no way like it or want to watch it. It was easily the hardest uh, to get through in terms of my Power Rangers rewatch. Oh yeah, it's it's a struggle. It's a struggle for sure. Struggle and is definitely real. Like I said, I, it's not even that I like it, it's just... It's also English. It's a lot yeah. easier to digest. <laughs> so, I don't know, it, it's kind of a cop-out answer, but that's that would be what I would go for. Yeah, like I'm curious, like if we we were to somehow have our minds wiped of previous knowledge or familiarity, what we would say because there is a level of familiarity with MMPR because the characters lasted so long and we've been around them so long. You know, they're they're still around, whether you know the actors or just their presence and nostalgia. So, but I still think it's the better choice. Both are pretty bad though. Both have so little going on. It's almost sadder for MMPR because they had like so many episodes as well, almost 60 episodes or 60 over somewhere around 60 of season one where virtually nothing happened. All right. Our second super easy question is from Anthony Siano is what did you guys major in during college? I still have one semester left, so still majoring, but graphic design, terrible at it. Well, no, I'm aggressively mediocre at it. Um, I don't want to just copy you, but that's what I did too. <laughs> we have the same answer. That's why it's so easy. <laughs> um, I started with, uh, with graphic design, uh, loosely. And then I decided to specify in page layout, uh, cause I, I thought I was the, the best at that. Type and layout um, and stuff like that. Yeah. And basically yeah. what happened is I was in... Uh, a kind of like a port not was no we were sharing the room with a portfolio class it was actually my design two class i think and it it basically just kind of amounted to the fact that everyone else was a lot better than me yeah i'm not gonna say i sucked because i was good but when i looked at everyone else's i'm like that's a lot better than mine i was i was really good at very simplistic designs 
which I guess would technically mean you're not good. But <laughs> uh, I, I guess it depends on what like the client would be looking for. But like, I, there's some extravagant ass stuff that I just looked at. I was like, that's really fucking amazing, and that's something that I would never do. And so while I passed, I got amazing grades. I was kind of just finishing it to finish it, and uh, that is I'm trying to remember what year of college I was when I started doing YouTube. But when I started doing my reviews and then eventually I started getting paid for the reviews, I'm like, well, I could just kind of put my heart into this because I actually like this. And so I started putting more effort into the videos and less effort into thinking about trying to get good at design to the point where I just kind of dropped it but I still wanted to finish out my degree because I was so far into it. And so after I got my associates, I transferred uh, to a different college, which was partnered with my community college. So I still went to that campus, but I was taking classes through uh, an actual, like, Fuller College, not a community college. Fuller. Fuller, <laughs> Fuller College. So step up from Fuller House. And... <laughs> Uh, so I, I did that for a year. It was just an additional year program. And that was when public relations really caught my eye. Because I was really good at it. Even though we only had one class on and it kind of pissed me off. Because I wanted to take like additional courses about it. But it wasn't part of my curriculum. And fuck knows I couldn't afford to take anything that was outside of my curriculum. So, they need like an ele uh, elective buffer. Like a high school had like an elective block where you could just take anything. Why doesn't college have that? Yeah, I know. They I, need I that completely shit. agree. And so with only having the one class on it, I kind of dropped public relations too. Even though like to a degree, like running a YouTube channel and my work, a portion of my work for CS Toys and stuff does have a lot of public relation elements to it. But uh, that, that was something I was really into, and eventually I graduated with a bachelor's in mass communications, which is, like, the most vague fucking thing ever. It's mass. Like, big. So I'm like, it's basically a communications degree. It's like, I could literally take this degree and try to get a job in, like, newscasting, in journalism, in web design... In graphic design, in public relations, in, I think, like, customer service, like, anything that involves communication of any sort, this degree would apply to. So it's, like, the vague most degree ever, but... Whatever. Degree in advanced vagueness? Basically. Brian majored in vagueness. That was my entire college history in, like, two minutes. <laughs> Yeah, I, I totally agree about the whole like everyone seems better like I don't think I'm terrible at design but it's like everyone else would do like crazy awesome things so that's why like basically when I'm done I'm just going to use it as like a side thing for like if I get hired by people that I don't want to say don't know what they're talking about but that aren't super entrenched in the industry and nitpicky because I noticed that like when normal people see your work they're like, oh, that looks good. But then graphic designers are super fucking bitchy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, that font's... Blah, 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 blah. Like, God damn it. You're like, bitching about stuff that no one's going to notice. 
Because, like, that's something I always thought about when we did Project, is I would look at it, I could totally see it from, like, our little class designing critique perspective, but then you can also see it from a normal fucking person's perspective that's never going to notice this little font thing that you're bitching about in a million years. (laughs) And it's just really funny, like, I think I tweeted something about that last year, about graphic designers argue about more stuff than doesn't matter than a YouTube comment section. (laughs) But it's true because we're sitting here having these lengthy arguing discussions about something that people are never going to care about. Or if they do notice it, they're not going to be noticing it to the depth that we are at this moment. And it's just crazy. One thing that didn't make me feel better about the way I do design though is doing a drawing class because I am just terrible at drawing and everybody in my drawing one class was like amazing and it's like can there just be this is drawing one can there at least be one other person on my level oh drawing I'm going to be taking figure drawings so there might be naked people and I'm scared I have to apologize for drawing someone's boobs wrong (laughs) I don't know if they're going to be naked or not. Uh, Life. But anyway, that's it for the questions this week. Thank you for those of you that are sending them in. Keep sending new questions in. We got a couple already saved for next week, but we went with more, even though we talked a little bit about stuff, but we went for more simple ones this week because Star Wars. Yeah. Now it's time for... Final thing is MP3. M- M3P. <laughs> Final things. I am a thingy, and it's not final. Um, sort of. Uh, the final thingies includes that thing I just said, which I should have saved for final thingies. But also, next week is our of the year show. Yay! Yay. So we'll be doing our little, you know, categories of best and worst various things and. We'll have a special guest that's probably not a surprise unless something happens, but just look forward to that. Like that's the only announcement. There's no like, oh, you too can vote. We're the only ones voting. <laughs> so that's that's about yeah, all. Yeah, I I could have put up a poll if I was more active enough, but it kind of snuck up on me and I forgot. I feel like so, we did that last year. Maybe next year if we, we remember. We did we did do it last year. Yeah. I was gonna do it this year too, but like I said, it kind of snuck up on me and and I forgot. Yeah. So maybe if there's like a like a what do you think, or I can do it after and we can compare. I don't know. We'll figure out something. Sorry, bro. <laughs> Sorry, bro. But next year, maybe future us will be more on top of it, and we'll get a poll together like last year. <laughs> poll. Yay. Okay.